0: Yo, 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 What's up, everybody? How you doing? Are you guys enjoying Arc Launch? Are you guys, I mean, are you guys enjoying what Scopely is forcing you to do? Which is to literally set your phones down and touch grass. (laughs) That, That, listen, this was all a big plan. It was all a master plan, Mama Joe, to, re- to remind us that we have real lives. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. I think people are calling this Star Trek Discord Command because they've spent their entire time on Discord. Yeah, in the last 48 hours, you guys have spent more time on Discord and Twitch and YouTube than you have actually inside the game. Welcome in to your November arc launch, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. like to welcome you in to a talking track, dysfunctional sound off. Uh, would you guys like to hear what is going on? And uh, let's talk about Scopely's dysfunction here and uh, find out where you guys are from. All right, let's kick it off. but 2, what's up on December 24th? Thank you very much for being here. Uh, whoa, my chat just reset. Uh, everything, I just lost everything. Discord is working for Scopely now. Okay, Don Zito, what's up on 136? How you doing, Jerry Ryan on 146? Iron Chef on 14? Aquila Hawk on 21? Zandy's on 712. What's up? Uh, JT Bob on 156. Aiden Games on 53. Eddie on 14. Darpy on 17. Killer Angel on European 130. What's up? Jason, 44. Thank you very much. Divine on 164. Mutsu on 24. 25 on 44. Wolfwood on server 49. Thad and Thorn on 15. Pyramir on 118. What's up? Here no more on server 96. Uh, Dreams on server 61. Bloody 0808 on server 142. Welcome in. Appreciate you being here. Uh, Mike says, yo, what's up? From server 178. Thank you guys so very, very much. My name is Ultimate DJs. What's up? Pieces. Thank you guys very much for being here. Um, Bubba, before we get started, a couple of things that we got to do here real quick. Uh, We do have news that we want to get into, but I would like to address something. We haven't had to do this in a very long time, Bubba Joe. Um, And... We, um, and and it's not going to be what everybody thinks it is. So just bear with me for a second. We haven't had to address this in a very, very long time. There was uh, a couple of years ago, a member of our community was very active in our community, very active on his discord, very active in his alliance, very active in the game, who suddenly and tragically passed away. And Bubba Joe, God, it happened again. Um, Literally, his alliance was playing incursions with him. And only hours later, he fell and suffered a massive heart attack and passed away. Um, I would like to, uh, just recognize a member of our community and send a a real big shout out to his family, to his friends, uh, to his Alliance mates, everybody that he had a chance to play with. This was, uh, Vulcan. Hello Vulcan. Hello from, I believe it was server 24. Is that right? Noon whistle. Uh, 29, sorry, server 29, I believe it was. Um, Bubba, he was literally playing incursions with his team, and only hours later fell, uh, went to the hospital, had a massive heart attack, and his family informed his Alliance leadership the, uh, the next day that uh, he had tragically and suddenly passed away. So just an absolutely terrible thing. I mean, he's been in our Discord. He's obviously super active with his Alliance, and it was just very, very terrible to hear. So again... Uh, thoughts and prayers to to his Star Trek Fleet Command family and uh and to his real family and and uh his friends and and he, he was a wonderful guy he was uh if i'm not mistaken server 29 original player right day one player he was i believe uh Jonathan Ingram he was uh, a a 16 uh, a level 60 player he was uh he was very very um very very involved in the game uh he was an op 60 and uh and so just Thoughts and prayers. Noon Whistle says, yes, he was a great person, a great player, a great leader. And uh, his server at Noon Whistle, I think, I don't remember if you sent that to me. Uh, Somebody had sent me an image of their server's memorial to him yesterday. Uh, Bubba, they had so many players. This player was so respected on their server that they tried to do a memorial and couldn't fit everybody into a singular system uh, Vulcan Hello's memorial spanned three systems in the game, and uh, because they they filled up one, then they filled up another. Uh, they did hearts, they did his initials, they did V H uh, for Vulcan Hello. Um, three systems it took to to for the server to show off their love and support for this player. So, um, again. Yeah, I never like delivering this kind of news, but um, I wanted to share that with you guys because he was a beloved member of the Star Trek family and uh, a member of our community, and very, very active in his alliance. Uh, thank you, Noon Whistle. That's the one that uh, that I was looking for there. This was the first system that uh, that actually popped up, and uh, and I'll put this into the graphics room for you guys. But uh, Vulcan, hello. You will be missed. Good sir. Uh thank you so very oops, wrong button. Uh thank you so very much for the uh leadership, for the gaming experience, for the education that you shared with your team and just being a good human. Uh which is literally what everybody has said about you was that you were a great human. Thank you so very much and thoughts and prayers to to all who loved you. All right. Um <clears throat> That's never good news to deliver, but uh you know Bubba when they're a part of our family when they're a part of our community, I feel like it's really important to to be able to acknowledge something like that and and uh and be able to honor his uh his contributions to to our community right so. I agree. Uh, thank you guys so very much for being here my name is ultimate djs welcome into the show uh bubba joe is here with us we have stupid news for you and then uh we can get into a bunch of other stuff we could start stupid news here today bubba joe with the fact that the game is still broken uh but <laughs> is that news <laughs> is that actually news it is stupid but the game is actually broken ladies and gentlemen let's go ahead and hop you know into it you know what like,
1: <laughs> just If you'll you'll indulge me, there's a, uh, there's, there's, there's a, there's a TikToker that I enjoy uh, watching every once in a while who talks about fantasy football busts of the week. And after you've busted three times, he no longer includes you because you shouldn't be expected to do anything in the first place. So I think right now at this point, (laughs) it's news if the game works.
0: Yes, that is so true. I mean, it feels like every bug that we've experienced in the past year has resurfaced, all right? Al, uh, Alba says, have they figured out what's going on? I mean, y- yes, kinda. The problem is they broke a year's worth of stuff in a day. Now they're going back to try to fix a year's worth of stuff. And, and what we didn't know yesterday, Bubba Joe, was that territories were broken. Why didn't we know that yesterday? Because nobody had a territory, all right? But now we know the territory takeover nodes aren't working. All right? You can't go into a territory. You can't sit on a capture node. I mean, it, it's literally, if they could have broken it, they did. And, it, and it's, it's, it's not funny. It's not funny. But you know what is funny, Bubba Joe? We've seen this. We've seen this several times. You know what this is? This is, I know, Shorts, it is kind of funny. But we have seen every single one of these bugs. Does anybody have deja vu going on? Does anybody have deja vu? Because I would love to play a game. Blue Mandalorian could probably do it. Jules Verne could probably do it. There's a couple of you. I I even wonder, maybe Joker could do it because he's kind of a grumpy guy. I wonder if we could play a game, Bubba Joe, and pin the bug on the month. Because I... (laughs) (laughs) Bubba, this is true. Every bug that we have seen in the last 24 hours is actually attributed to another arc launch that happened in the year 2023. Do you believe that? Do you please? I do not believe that. You don't believe that? Tag on it, Bubba no. Joe's right because these bugs extend back into 2022 as well.
1: <laughs> and, and not only that, and not only that, we've got we've got we've got bugs of bad coding of. Oh, look, you're up 61. That means this thing's just going to disappear because you're no longer up 60.
0: That's right. Uh, The Cerritos events, a lot of events targeting uh, have just like they have every single uh, generation. All right. They did the same thing with G5. Events were only targeted up to 50. So when you went to 51, you didn't get events anymore. I'm
1: I'm talking about refinery redemptions.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah. Refinery redemptions are gone. Uh, Bubba, I understand that your Cerritos Wednesday events are not popping for you. Canine Tooth, you guys are missing yeah, your Cerritos. Okay. Well, he doesn't. <laughs> I've, got,
1: I've got the three notes max. What else am I going to do on Cerritos Wednesday? What yeah. else am, I'm going <laughs> to earn some more G formats.
0: This, you're right. This is the bug anthology arc, everybody. This is pin the bug on the monthly arc, okay? This one is, it is the best of. Every bug from the last 24 months has actually popped up here. Uh, Shisman says, this is truly an anniversary style event. It is. Congratulations. We're going to remind you of everything we've barked over the last 24 months. It's, it is crazy. Jed Zia says, so this is an intentional recap of all past books. It is definitely not intentional, but it is kind of proving to be a very accurate summary, synopsis of what has happened in this game for a long time.
1: Welcome to your five-year anniversary.
0: Welcome to the five-year anniversary, is Dag on right. This is Star Trek Fleet Command. Aren't you guys excited? Uh, we have stupid news. <laughs> God. That was the stupid news. I don't think we could get any better than that, Bubba Joe. That was actually perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for your stupid news. Let's get into it. Stupid, stupid. Oh, God. No. So bad. No. <laughs>
2: There
0: you go, Captain Chance. That's for you. All right. (laughs) I had you. I had you, baby. All right. uh, Let me see if I can find my news here, Bubba Joe. Oh. Travis Kelsey's in the news, Bubba. Sorry, I'm choking here for. Give me a second. I need to take a drink. I'm dying, actually. Ugh.
1: Say say his name properly.
0: Uh, Travis Swift is in the news getting ripped by fans after yet another. That worked. (laughs) After getting uh, yet another quiet game in performance numbers, Bubba Joe. Taylor Swift was not in attendance and apparently this is starting to become a thing the fans are noticing apparently without taylor at the game travis's numbers seem to plummet quicker than the average bank account of someone who purchased Aeros tour tickets uh, yeah! kelsey kelsey had three catches on four targets for only 14 yards during his last game uh without taylor travis just doesn't score and he doesn't get touchdowns either <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Thank you very much. Nearly thirty thousand pounds of Dino. This this one hits close to home, Bubba Joe. This one actually has me worried. Thirty thousand pounds of Dino Nuggies have been recalled because they may be contaminated with metal shavings. Honestly, yes, Dino Nuggies. Dino Guys, I just ate a bowl of what Dino Nuggies the other night. You guys watched me eating the Dino Nuggies. What is this? Halloween candy? You don't know what Dino I know Nuggies what dy- are?
1: I know what Dino Nuggies are, but this sounds like a Halloween candy scare, not something you'd put into frozen food.
0: Yeah, metal shavings are in the Dino Nuggies. 30,000 pounds are being recalled, um, although some people... Bubba Joe saying they really shouldn't bother with a recall because the metal pieces don't actually make these any worse for your health than they already are. uh, Yeah, I know. (laughs) Rhino says, wait, what brand? I was going to make them tonight and I don't want to die. I didn't write down the brand. I just wrote down Dino Nuggies. Isn't there only one Dino Nuggie? Listen, if don't cook them, is Tyson? And Honey says it was Tyson. There you go. Listen, here's how you know. Okay? Don't cook them in the air fryer. Put them in the microwave. If your microwave explodes, you shouldn't eat them. Okay, (laughs) don't don't do it that way. Uh, (laughs) Quality over quantity today, Bubba Joe. I only have one more story. A group of (laughs) a group of fifty-five Germans vacationing in Mallorca, Spain, this past month, recently set a new world record, Bubba, for the most number of beers drunk in a period of three hours, which was 1,254. 1,254 beers divided by 55 Germans equals roughly 23 beers per person over the course of a three-hour period. Yet somehow, ladies and gentlemen, these guys held no comparison in any way, shape, or form then Emperor Echo on ARC launch day. Ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) That's that's what I got for your stupid news right there. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that's equality over quantity today, Bubba Joe. Let's head on over to the sports desk with Bubba Joe. What's going on in the world of sports here today? Well, in the world of sports, uh, the Arizona Cardinals are uh, having
1: a little bit of a rough time. Having a little bit of a rough time, but things are starting to look up for them. They are about to get their, I'll use this in quotes, franchise quarterback back, Kyler Murray. (laughs) And their uh, above average running back of James Conner. They might both be able uh, to start playing, start starting for the team again, which, Mm -hmm. you know, has, has... could not do anything but possibly help. So now, instead of getting blown out by 30, they might only
0: lose by 20. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Cardinals are back! <laughs> They're back! Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Bubba Joe with sports. You got anything else for us today? I do. The
1: Chicago Bears. The, you know, I I liked it when we we're focused on the NFL. You know, that's, that's a lot more fun Bears. Than
0: da the Bears.
1: Chicago, da Bears. Da Bears. You know, the team that Aaron Rodgers owns. Um, (laughs) The Bears signed their new defensive lineman, Montez Sweat. Do you know where Uh, Montez Sweat came from?
0: I actually don't.
1: Uh, He was part of the uh, Washington Commanders selling off their entire team. Uh, Oh, yes. They traded like uh, six players for a bag of magical beans.
0: But, uh, um, magical beans
1: <laughs> but montez sweat was one of those they traded him to the bears he signed a massive four-year 98 million dollar contract I, I i could play nfl for 25 million dollars a year don't you
0: think i you mean should? i would i would probably be down for something like that's a pretty good contract I, I
1: i would suffer some pain i think
0: yeah i think so uh,
1: this seems like a lot of money But uh, ultimately, ultimately, it makes sense because you have to compensate for the fact that he is playing for the Bears.
0: The Bears. Yes. There you go. He's sacrificing his well-being by being there on the Bears. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is your Stupid News. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. Appreciate you guys all being here. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is... The, uh, that is the sultry sound of Bubba Joe back there. Yes. All right, Bubba, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and take care of this. The last time Bubba Joe and I had had a boxing match, uh, we got something amazing out of it. Okay. Now, not necessarily the fight itself. All right. Which was, was funny. We laughed about it the next day, but this was born.
1: You, you are, are wrong. Just sit down and be wrong. You are wrong.
0: This was born on the last, uh, heavyweight bout World Championship title match between Bubba Joe and myself uh, i I haven't gone back through last night to look for any uh, to look for any signature sound bites, but Bubba Joe and I went at each other last night now I'll tell you, we talked a lot this morning and and obviously a lot of it was uh arc launch, and we were very passionate on our points. This is one of those scenarios bubba where where I think we can kind of realize at this point. You're not going to change my mind. I'm not going to change your mind, but let's be very objective about it. Let's point it out, because you know what we saw last night? What we saw last night was that there were a ton of players, ton of players that agree with you on your position. There were a handful of players that agree with me on mine. I wasn't completely alone, but it's pretty lonely over here, Baba. All right. Um, this is one of those scenarios where I may, in fact, have to sit down and be wrong. But for some reason, this doesn't Feel as bad as some of the other garbage that we've seen right like I mean maybe it's not as good as it could be for sure but it's definitely not the worst thing I feel like we've ever seen and I see a path of progression for it but Ripper was also very much in your corner last night and saying listen it is about experience it is about what it feels like to the people engaging with it right now like DJ, with all fairness, like, you can say how great it looks all you want, but until you're the one playing it, you can't experience it. That's a fair point. We're going to talk about that coming up a little bit later. But, yes, Bubba Joe is here. I love him. He's my brother, and and he's not running out, and we're not breaking up. He's still, he's still my man crush. All right, but, Bubba, everything is fine, and we are going to talk more about that today. We are going to go down that path because what we both agree to is that something needs to happen, right? What we both agree to is that the feature is not perfect. What we both agree to is that it deserves conversation and deserves representation within the community. It is a big new feature. And at this point, in my opinion, unfortunate that it doesn't affect more players than it does. How how many people did we say Bubba Joe breached into 61 last night? It was like 1,200 or so players galaxy wide
1: no it's not 1200
0: i thought it would at arc to, launch
1: at arc launch there was approximately 760s.
0: oh i, I know can't but
1: imagine that n- people blitzed from 59 to 61
0: i i thought it was a bunch i thought ripper said oh okay never mind i'm sorry i'm sorry i thought i thought ripper said it was more than that so there's there's 50 62s we have 550 61s all right, so roughly 600 then, Bubba Joe. So literally almost everybody who was at 60 pretty much took that jump. Uh, for some reason, I thought yes. it was more than that. Um, nonetheless, it's a very small percentage, right? An extremely small percentage. So um, does but it deserve I, I as think, much time as we're giving it? Yeah. I think it does. Well, so
1: I, I think if this was – if they had done what you were hoping for, right, and rolled this feature and we're just talking about hazards to G four and G five, I think you would have had just as loud of an outcry. If they rolled exactly what they rolled out. Okay. And we can talk about the numbers to G four and G five players would have been just as upset. And just as why the hell would I engage?
0: Maybe so. And that's what Ripper said to me. That's what Ripper said to me was like, man, listen, until you're there, be careful about being so assertive with your position. I mean, again, there, it, there is always a difference, Bubba, in looking at something on paper and in, in you know, versus practicality, right? In application versus design. Um, and, and that was even something you and I were talking about earlier this morning. Like, listen, okay, okay. Bubba Joe did make a concession that maybe the design of this isn't the worst thing in the world. But what do we usually come back to, Bubba Joe? Design, one thing. Implementation totally different, and this is where I think it, when we when we calm down and start talking to each other about pros, cons, and actual math, we actually came to an agreement and said, "Okay, yeah." Uh, so, what is missing here are the pieces to make it tolerable. What's missing here are the pieces to make it playable, uh, whether they're paid or grind or anything. But there are pieces missing. So, what they did is they just kind of launched the the fire. And didn't give you a, a fireman's suit, you know, right? Like, they didn't give you a fire hose. They were like, okay, here's this, here's this big apartment building. Here's your, your sand bucket and your shovel, you know, and, and it wasn't the right tools. So, we're going to talk more about that today. But before we get into that, all right, before we get into that, I do want to spend some time on a bugs update, all right? Not that there's a whole lot to share because literally everything that's broken in the game in the last 24 months is, in fact, still broken. Bubba Joe, I don't even know that we could accurately go down the entire list, but I'm going to try, okay? Just Just in case you have been gone for the last 24 hours, just in case you signed out yesterday and said, okay, I'll be back when the game is fixed and no one has called you because the game still isn't fixed, all right? I'm looking for... I'm looking for this list. One of the moderators put together a great list. It's super long. All right. It's really, really long, and I, I'm trying to find it. Pfft, I, I might not be able to find it quickly. It was really long. Let's start with what happened today. All right. Uh, happened today, which we did not know about yesterday, was uh, territory capture. Okay. Territory capture is not working. You cannot sit on nodes. Okay. Can't sit on notes, so you can't go in there. You know, you can score points by being in a system, but you can't sit on the capture notes. Those are broken. Um, man, I really wish I could find this list. Shoot. It was a really good list. The moderators put it together uh, just so we could kind of try to go through and check stuff off, but I, I can't find it now.
3: Randucey posted something in the chat room that seems
0: to have a... Have a nice good list. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. God. Thank you, Rand Susie. That's exactly it. That's the one I was looking for. All right. Uh, okay. So, Bubba Joe, let's look at Daily Chest. All right. Daily Chest is that fixed for people? Uh, or are you still okay? Daily Chest. That one actually we can check off the list. Okay. I can see my dailies now. It doesn't give me Ops Three, and the top row of banners are there. Okay. This is what we were talking about last night after event reset, Bubba Joe. The top row of chests were missing. And you had that Ops 3 to unlock, but it was an overlay, so you could still do the dailies. This is what was bad. This is what was bad about that, Bubba Joe. You could do your dailies, right? You could do the dailies. You could collect the dailies. Now, first of all, come on, people. Ultimate DJ's University 101 says don't collect your dailies until after event reset. However, however, a lot of people do that, Bubba Joe. Tell me what happens when you, when you collect a daily. Bubba Joe, you know what happens when you collect a daily. What happens when you collect a daily? You get points. You get points, right? You get milestone points. Those are triggers. Those are triggers. What happens if the meta event is missing? What happens if the meta event is missing when you claim your trigger? You don't get those points. The trigger falls into the void. Falls into the ether. The trigger never occurs. We're dealing with that today, Bubba Joe. People who collected dailies, the chests weren't there at the top, and so now they can't collect their daily chests. Okay? There were so many things wrong with dailies yesterday, so good to see that that's fixed. By the way, scrapping, that seems to be fixed, all right? They they got the ship reattached to the scrapping module. That is good news, okay? So it's not like they weren't doing anything yesterday, Bubba Joe, okay? They were working. They got the dailies fixed. They got the scrap bug fixed. Capture notes. Error messages, ironically, which are error code five. Happy five-year anniversary, everybody. Error code five, which no one even knows what that one is. Okay? Has anybody actually identified what is error code five? Because I actually haven't figured out what error code five is. Anybody know? It's popping up in my game about every 75 to 90 seconds. But I can't nail it down to a specific incident. I can't nail it down to an action. I don't know what it is. I could be sitting here, Baba Joe, doing absolutely nothing. I could be doing nothing and get error code 5. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it just pops up on my screen here at some point today during the podcast. I don't know what error code 5 is. Okay? Uh, There are various warp systems that you can't fly into. Specifically down in origin space. Yesterday, I was made aware and shown video of four different territory capture systems where you couldn't warp into them. No idea. Um, We've got the psychedelic swirls in the Voyager system. You know, this is so terrible, Bubba Joe. Yesterday, I didn't know yet. All I knew was that I was low on Voyager stuff. So I put on a crew to Voyager, and I sent it so that I could mine some common anomaly stuff. Whoa. Whoa. How'd that go? That was extremely challenging. That was tough. I, you, you, so I was able to see the nodes. I was able to see the nodes, but I couldn't tell if it was rare or common. I just had to click. But it, it was very, very difficult. I was there. Five times the amount of time just trying to find nodes. It, it was miserable. So, yeah, and not to mention dangerous. Let me just put it out there. Some people were worried about the hazard systems being like epileptic warnings on the on the hazard systems, Bubba Joe. Uh, if, if that is dangerous to you, absolutely do not. Do not go to a fluidic space entry point system. If you have epileptic episodes... Do not. Do not. I mean, I am here to tell you, it gave me a headache, and I, I don't have that medical condition, and it gave me a headache. That system is so wildly out of control. All right? Uh, of course, we can't claim missions from the holodeck. Now, I will tell you, that ended up being slightly a, a, a blessing with a silver lining. That was a blessing in disguise for anybody op 60. Bubba, we talked about this in the event guide video. We talked about it on Twitch last night. Um, just in case anybody has missed because we've done so much content. If you're an Ops 59 or 60 and you're planning on pushing to 61, don't do the missions yet. All right, if you're planning on 61 and you haven't done it yet, Bubba Joe, uh, the reason that we're saying that to people is because of an event that once you score in it, it will lock, all right? And that is the complete new missions event, all right, right over here. The complete new missions event uh, in your events tab. For the, for the rest of us, it feels really weird. It feels really weird because it's just speed-ups, which is very odd. This event usually pays well. This event usually pays decent, Bubba Joe, but speed-ups? What? That's weird. And that's what everybody saw. Okay? That's what everybody saw. However, here is your warning or your strategic clue or hint, if you want, okay, is that... um if you go to op 61 this event will roll over that is baba joe if you haven't scored a point right cuz that's what happens right. in any event if you score a point then it locks okay so the fact that the missions aren't out right now is actually a little bit of a blessing in disguise casey jones says i still can't do the missions and i get it that's good that's actually a good thing that gives us time that gives us time to get the message out there for our vip's in, in your alliances, even if they're 59, even if they're 60, and they're gonna do 61 later. No, Ransusi, that's not it. These speed ups will convert to Sigma speed ups. Okay? These speed ups will convert to Sigma. And even though it's still a very paltry amount of those, at least, Baba, I'm reminded of a dozen currencies. That we look at and we laugh at the valuation that Scopely puts on them. Um, ATA refresh tokens were one. Do you remember those? <laughs> and and the away teams assignment speed ups. The premium put on those things by Scopely was absolutely shocking. Right? Like they did. Uh, what was another one? The premium that they put on those new faction premium or the faction elite recruit tokens. You remember those, Bubba? Uh, does anybody even remember? It was a long lost thing. <laughs> yeah, right. But when they came out, when they came out, Scopely said that those things were worth like a hundred dollars for like five pulls. It was crazy. Okay, crazy. Um, and here is another example. Now, unfortunately, at this particular point, Bubba Scopely does control the economy on Sigma Speed Ups. Okay, they do. They have changed Sigma Speed Ups instead of three hundred latinum for one day. Bubba Joe, do you want to you rip that Band-Aid off for, for our G5 and down audience? Sure. Yeah. 300 latinum so, for a 24-hour speed-up for all the rest of us.
1: Yep. And I get to pay 1.5 million latinum for a one-day speed-up.
0: 300 million to 1.5 million. No.
1: 300, not 300 million.
0: I'm sorry. I spoke 300, 300 latinum for a 24-hour speed-up. 300 goes to 1.5 million for a 24-hour speed-up. Graduated says, but why? Yeah, good question. Why? Who knows? I don't know. Okay? Who knows? But this is why I warn you guys. This is why I'm telling you, all right, if for those of you who are going to push to 61, for those of you who are going to push to sixty-one, just be aware this event will end up having. Bubba Joe, what was it? Can you can you briefly count? It, it ended up being something like seven to ten days worth of Sigma speed ups, right? I mean, it's Mish.
1: Michel- let's see here. So let's see, um,
0: which is the equivalent of about fifteen to twenty million lat. Just throwing that out there. Uh, so
1: no, let's see here. So that's it's not going to be nearly that much, DJ.
0: I thought I thought there was a couple of one days in that top milestone, no? Uh,
1: no, there is a singular one hour. In that
0: <laughs> <top milestone>. <laughs> <John>. <laughs> so what is there in the entire event? Maybe 24 hours worth? Let's see. One minute. Uh, How much is a one? Six do-
1: minutes is seven minutes. Plus <sighs> 20 minutes is 27 minutes.
0: Oh my God. An entire uh, month-long event's gonna give him like 10 hours worth of speedups.
1: It's gonna give me one hour and 42 minutes.
0: No way. Are you serious? The entire yep. event has one hour and 42 minutes worth of speedups in it. There's some old school speed-ups
1: in there as well, but of the new speedups, yes.
0: This entire event has one hour and 42 minutes worth of Sigma speed-ups.
1: Yes. It actually sounds disgusting, actually. It sounds to
0: totally atrocious. All right. Now, caution says, how long are the build times? Admittedly, they're a lot shorter. What are they now, Bubba Joe? Eight to ten hours, right?
1: Uh, the ones I have done have been multiple days.
0: Uh, sorry, I, that's what I meant to say. Eight to ten days. I've seen several screenshots, yours included, Academy. Eight to ten days, okay, on, on some of these speed-ups. Captain Jack says, yeah, roughly nine 10. Do packs give more lat? Yes, they're scaling up. We saw an Op 62 pack. Uh, yesterday, it had four and a half million lat in it. Okay. Uh, Star Wars says let's, it's better if than we're years. Gonna, if
1: we're going to talk about just a lat conversion, right? Yeah. So th- we went from, no say, close. two million lat at 300 lat per
0: to 1.5. four and a half
1: million lat at one and a half million per.
0: Yes. So so let's do this. Let's say, Bubba Joe, let's just do some quick and dirty math. Let's say that you had a building that was two years. Okay, so let's just call that uh, 720 days, all right, times 300. That is 216,000 latinum. But uh, do we agree? If you had a building for two years and you sped it up with lat, it's 216,000. Now let's take that same 10 day building, 10 days, and multiply that by 1.5 million. You're at 15 million lat as compared to the 216,000 that it was. Okay, that is a gargantuan, gargantuan gantuan jump in lat conversion okay but that is why i say and i didn't mean to turn this into a 10-minute segment if you are going to push to 61 this month the holodeck bug is working in your favor okay because there's an hour and 42 minutes worth of very 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 expensive speed ups that will flip over into that event once you go to 61 as long as you have not done a mission all right, so just, just be aware of that. I
3: mean, DJ, it's it's certainly one way to cut down on concerning rates of advancement, isn't it?
0: You know, there is a whole philosophical argument we can have about that trader. Now, listen, Knight Rider says, who is shocked that G6 outrageously expensive? I, I am not, but I also, and, and gosh, I don't want to, I don't want to poke this this fire starter yet, all right? But Bubba Joe and I, are going to probably have a little bit of difference of opinion in the pace of play with regards to G6, because we had the same feeling about G5. I think, and Trader, and all three of us, by the way, have talked about this before the arc started, that I felt like Scopely's biggest priority coming into this was not repeating the speed of progression of G5. Because listen, as much as you want to laugh about it, G5 was way too fast. And and I know that that sounds crazy because of how expensive yeah, it was. was it? Like,
1: like two weeks, I think, or not even that for the for a, a ops sixty after
0: G five came. Oh out. no, it wasn't that, yeah, fast. It was not it that was, fast. It was not that fast. No, 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 no. It took a couple of months. Uh, oh, but of months. I, what okay. I will say, what so I will say really is, high we had an ops fifty five within six weeks, Bubba Joe. Right. We had an ops yes. fifty five within six weeks. All right, Scope- and.
3: And players outpacing the the faction ships that they could actually get to.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I do know that Scopely did not want a repeat of that. They did not want an op 65 in the game in the next six weeks. They did not want an op 65 in the game by the end of this month. Okay. So even by the end of the year, they don't want that. All right, I mean, and, and and we've talked about this now. Bubba, Bubba will concede a little bit uh, on this particular point, and and Trader, I think will agree too. We've talked about how bad monetization has been this year, right? They've talked about how bad. Oh, absolutely. The, the, they're selling garbage. Why? Because there's nothing left to sell. Their product lifespan was shortened by their inability to control the economy at the beginning of G5. Okay. Now, I know a lot of players are, are going to be fussy at me. Let me progress at my own pace. Guys, there is a danger to that. All right? And I'm, by the way, I'm not defending. All right? I'm explaining. There's logic here. What we have had in the year 2023 is a direct result of them running out of development lifetime cycle. All right? Running out of development life cycle. If they effectively control the pace of progression here at the beginning of G6 better than they did at G5 then it is not going to result in as many crap primes or crap monetization down the road. This product, again, Bubba Joe, needs to last two years. If we've got somebody who's halfway through it in six weeks, we are going to run out of time again. So I understand their need to control it, but I think there's better ways to do that than a lot of what they've done. And this latinum thing is kind of crazy. But... On the other hand, Bubba, we have talked a lot about it. maybe we've been too vocal about it. Y- you know, there was that quote that we had from you just a couple of weeks ago. I donated, what did you donate to your alliance during that one event? Something like 150 million lat? Yeah. That, wow. I bet you regret that. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, lat has been lat has been something that we've all talked about. Even on my account, you guys have made fun of me. I'm not d do- I'm not a whale. I mean, I do spend. I'm a dolphin, but heck, I'm sitting on 30 million. I'm sitting on $30 million and That's way too much. I mean, that feels like a lot. All right? So they are taking steps to control this. I know that it's going to give us some sticker shock. I don't know if this latinum thing is as much greed as it is trying to course correct how much latinum they've given away over the last couple of years, and and, and you guys can't use it. This could come back to a, a, a conversation bubble where you talk about concentrated latinum, for example, right? Where you uh, you say, I have too much of it, I could never spend it all, right? And then they came out with bribe events, which, by the way, were stupid. You earned nothing. You didn't get anything other than event points. You were literally tossing away your latinum just for an event placement, for an event that might have given you 50 uncommon material. It, it was stupid, but people engaged with it because it was a way to dump the excess. And I Correct. wonder... I wonder if we're seeing that reflected here with the cost of these speed-ups. Is it going to be a problem later? Maybe. I, I, maybe. I don't know. I think we need to give it a little bit of time to see how many of these speed-ups they pay out in a month, but looking at your monthly event where it's got an hour and 42 minutes in it, that's actually a little bit concerning to me. Just a little bit. On the other hand, Bubba Joe, you have extraordinarily powerful ships. You have extraordinarily high-level ships. How many... This is going to crack you guys up because I'm, I'm willing to show you as well. How many 30 minute speed ups, repair speed ups? How many 30 minute repair speed ups do you own?
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Yes. See, these are um, pieces of the economy that they have. That they have 30, 30 minute? 30 minute.
1: It's only 85,000, DJ. Oh,
0: dang on. I was close. I've got 58,000. Sir Tail has 71,000. Here's Here's the point that I'm making. This currency change has been an opportunity for them to break off from the previous economy and now start to course correct some of the things that they've done wrong, which is a lot. It's a lot. Okay? But we are going to start to see that. We're going to start to see a little bit of that course correction. Should anybody have 58,000 speed-ups? No. What's the value of a speed-up if we've all got hundreds of thousands of these things? All right? And and by the way, I'm not saying that we can't stockpile. I'm fine with that. But there comes a point when a stockpile becomes excessive. Bubba, I mean, is there a point? It might not even be. We might not even be there yet. But do you really, do you really think that it's your right to possess... Well, I mean, it is your right, but are you doing yourself any favors by having 100,000 30-minute speed-ups?
1: I'm not trying to accumulate
0: Exactly! That. That's the point! They've just messed up that economy. And obviously, I don't think that they're scared. I don't think that they're worried about repair speed-ups. I don't think that we're... But I don't think we're worried about that. But they are trying to, right, Trader? Control progression
1: it it will highly depend on what the g6 ships look like and how many speed ups you get there
0: for sure absolutely it will um and they might have made an adjustment there but the good news at least we know now they are not sigma speed ups on the g6 at least not the g6 uncommon now maybe what the factions look like we don't know but there are not sigma speed ups on the g6 ships so far okay um, But they are. That's not the area of their focus. Their area of focus is progression. And I think that they're going to try to do more control over that speed. And that's going to feel bad to some people because we're used to moving at a certain pace. But Bubba, even though you're frustrated with certain speed elements already in the game, do you agree or disagree that? They ran out of stuff to sell.
1: I don't agree that they ran out of stuff to sell. Okay. I I will concede that they uh, ran... They they had run out of ideas okay. of how to progress.
0: That's fair. That's extremely fair. That's almost the same thing. You know what? That is almost the same thing because... You and I actually had a meeting with one of them uh, here like a week or two ago, and we gave them a list of like 20 things that could be interpreted as decent monetization that could be introduced into this game. All right. Because, by the way, it's probably a small violation here, but they came to us and said, hey, listen, if you were going to you know, sell something, what would it be? All right. Now, we had a choice to make right there, guys. We had a choice to make. We could say, oh, figure it out yourself or don't sell anything. And we could have continued getting the same monetization that we've been getting. All right. Or we could have at least guided them in a direction that for, for monetization of stuff that isn't offensive. Right. So don't get too fussy at us. But but that's just it. The revenue dried up. From progressive progressive base spend because people got it there too fast. Now, I, I do want to rub Scopley's nose in it just for a second here real quick, Bubba Joe. The number one reason, if anybody had to guess the number one reason, the number one reason that Scopely ran out of progressive-based revenue in 2023, if you just had to pick one, what was it? I know my answer.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure you're going to say the 10-tiered primes.
0: <laughs> multi-tiered primes. That's my answer. Okay. Now, some people are going to say, well, people quit. And that's true. That's always going to happen. Okay. I think, I think that's, that's, that's
1: definitely part of it, DJ. I I think that part of it is that they spent too long not designing content that spanned the entire audience. Yes. Like, Mm -hmm. I know, I know so many people. And some of it is biting them a little bit now but I know so many players that are like forbidden technology doesn't help me below deck officers don't help me this this new ship doesn't help me Mm -hmm. it doesn't provide anything to my experience and so because they were providing such poor content throughout the arcs for the upper echelon of players they they limited their ability to earn income Mm-hmm. Because they were only designing it for G3 or G4, Short, and, and that's not to say that there yeah. can't be features that are. You can have a feature that is focused exclusively on G3, but they were completely ignoring the top one percent of players. Yeah, and so they had already reached the apex of progression, and there was literally nothing worth getting month to month. So, like, if they would have done a better job of designing content for those players then they would have continued to be able to sell money and they wouldn't have had to rush G6.
0: Agreed. Hellbot points out something. And, and by the uh, way,
1: I don't think they rushed G6. I think G6 came out exactly when they wanted it to. I agree. But it they they could have done a better job of structuring it as opposed to putting these insane walls in front of some of these things.
0: Sure. And we talked about that this morning. There's definitely some methodology or some implementation issues that that we both take with the execution of this content. Uh, and that's, that's something we're going to circle back around to here in just a little bit, maybe after our first break, but, um, but I definitely, and trader, you and I've had conversations about this. It's, it's economy control. I definitely in a much stronger way than before sense their. I'm trying to think of the proper word here, but I can sense their, their grip. I can sense their influence or their or um what am I trying to say, Bubba? I can see all the different areas in which they are clamping down to achieve the results that they want. We're like we're like a pot of clay, all right, maybe that's the best way to do it. We're like a pot of clay trader with this new G six launch and and when a piece kind of starts to fall off, we're going to grab it. We're going to put it back into the into the ball, right? we're going we're going to make this right. They want. To make it right moving forward, but it's not exactly what we're used to, and and I can see in a lot of places, I can see in a lot of places with this content where they are trying to uh, prune a few a few branches. All right, anybody watching Loki? <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, that's what I feel I mean, like, Trader. I
3: definitely, I definitely agree with what you're saying, <clears throat> and it is completely foreign because no part of this game has ever worked like
0: that. No, ever. No,
3: and I think that's. Got a lot of players frustrated and you know right, wrong, or indifferent.
0: It's yeah,
3: the outcome of what they've historically done. They have done created this culture now.
0: Absolutely, they've yeah. created this culture. So, so we've got to try to to be cognizant of that effect. I do believe that G six is going to feel differently, and that doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. If if and this is the big if, right, Bubba? They have to balance, and this is what you were saying last night, and what Ripper was saying last night. They have to balance uh, player expectations with their own goals. All right. And that means there's going to have to be some give and take. They're going to have to give you guys a couple of, a couple of, of leniencies. They're going to have to give you guys a couple of, of steps to move in a direction you want to go. But I think a lot of that comes down to effective communication as well, right? Hey, community, we're doing a couple of things different and we don't, we don't ever get that. Excuse me. Now, speaking of communication, let me do this real quick. Uh, Echo just posted an announcement, and I'm reading it. Um, Bubba, I I love Echo. He is a friend. He's a friend. We talked yesterday. I know that he is not feeling well. All right, and I don't mean sick. I mean he his words to me were wa- he was disappointed. All right, and and I don't I don't think that that would shock anybody. All right, I I, I don't think that shocks anybody. Um especially when he is the face, right? He's the spokesperson. I feel really bad for Echo today. All right, and I know you guys like to make a lot of fun about the communications, or I'll get back to you guys. A lot of this, and Bubba will tell you firsthand, a lot of this is what he's allowed to say and not allowed to say, okay? There's a lot that I bet Echo wishes he could say. But, Bubba, I'm looking at this announcement, and I see absolutely nothing. I see absolutely nothing that addresses anything that, that we need. Okay, so there's going to be a client update tomorrow that is going to fix the battle reports. <sighs> but sure, it says nothing, but don't we often ask for people to at least acknowledge, That's acknowledge true. that there are the issues? That's true. So Absolutely. He is doing what we have asked. Yes. So. I, I, I'm not, yes, I'm not knocking that in any way, shape, or form. You're absolutely right. He made an announcement, and I guarantee he pushed for this. I guarantee he pushed for this because we were talking about it yesterday. They're acknowledging the issues. The problem that I have is not with this communication, the problem that I have is with engineering because, Bubba Joe, we see no fixes here. Okay? Ripper described the state of the game yesterday as uh, what did he call that? A, co- a code zero? Do you, any of you guys in the industry, is that what it's called? A code zero? Yes. Okay. He called this a code zero, as in, there should be every coder, every engineer, every developer, everybody who has anything to do with any of these bugs around the clock or at least double shifting over time, get it fixed. Yeah. Okay. Especially, all hands on deck, all hands on deck, right? Code blue from the medical world, a war room scenario from the military world, a major incident, call it whatever you want. A code Brown from the parenting world. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Gross. All right. With a side of, with a side of peanuts. Okay. I, I look at this Bubba Joe and, and I'm not, and, and by the way, in fairness, Okay, Nakar says, well, there's a patch coming tomorrow, so I wouldn't say they're not doing anything, but that's going to be 48 hours before we really see the first tangible repair done to what has been a catastrophic launch. And me personally, as a consumer, I'm kind of wondering if it's enough. I don't feel like this is good enough to me. Not from a communication standpoint, because Aaron, you're right. We've asked for acknowledgement. He gave it. It should have been yesterday, but nonetheless. But I don't feel any sense of urgency from engineering. I don't feel any sense of urgency from, from UI or client experience or or the dev team. I don't feel that sense of urgency. You know, now Roger says they can't help the App Store review time for a patch update. That is also true. However, we also do know that there is an emergency. App review available from both stores that takes only two hours. Okay? Now, I'm sure it might cost a little bit of money, but it's still there, Bubba Joe. It's an emergency protocol for emergency app review. Apple and Google both have it. Sandra says it costs a lot. Well, what what are they costing themselves right now? What are they costing themselves right now? Mud says, have you bought any packs yet? You know what? I can actually honestly answer that question, Mud. I have not. I haven't. Now, that's not to say that I won't. I'm not committing to that because there might be something that they like. But no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm exactly the same way. Sir Tail says I'm in a holding pattern. I, am a, I agree. I'm in a holding pattern. All right? I'm in a holding pattern. It's not that I'm not going to spend. It's not that I refuse to spend. It's not on principle. I'll spend if I find something. But, but there's nothing. The game's broke. The game's broken. Back to our bugs list here real quick, Bubba Joe. Battle Pass points. So this this one's actually been fixed as well. But yesterday, the Battle Pass launched with the incorrect currencies. I don't even know. I actually honestly can't even explain how that happened. Honestly, I know, Bubba, you and I have a very... Intimate knowledge of how Scopely builds, works, their processes. Would you agree to that? Like, compared to the average player, we know more about how they operate. Sure. I don't understand how that happened yesterday. That battle pass looked like it was two or three years old, and there was like two and a half cubes in it. There was 250 blueprints to the cube in the battle pass yesterday. I don't understand how that happens. And it wasn't like an oversight on one battle pass. It was the whole generation of the game from 26 to 50. There were something like 12 or 13 different versions of the battle pass. And the events were out or the, the, the materials were out of whack and the resources were out of whack and the officer shards weren't right and the blueprints weren't right. I, I don't. I don't actually understand how that even happened. But they had to take it back down to fix it. They took it down to fix it. And what happens when people take it? it, Again, we just talked about this with the dailies. Bubba Joe, what happens when the meta disappears and people complete trigger events? Uh, You don't get the triggers. (laughs) You don't get the triggers. So then the battle pass went back up and some people had 80,000 points. Because by the way, people wanted the cube yesterday, Bubba Joe. And by the way, brilliant. I don't know who did this. Uh, somebody figured, actually, a lot of you guys figured out, uh, that the cheaper way to get the cube, if you didn't want a second one, the cheaper way to get the cube was to buy the $20 battle pass and the $50 points pack. It was $70 instead of a hundred. Now you'll end up with only one cube instead of two admittedly. But if you don't care about having a second cube, then they were able to get their cube on day one for only $70 instead of a hundred, which is actually pretty dang on smart. I applaud you guys for your, for your, um, efficient spending. Okay, honestly, I'm I'm a little embarrassed. I didn't think of it, Bubba Joe. <laughs> All right, really, truthfully, I was a little embarrassed that I didn't think about that. That was brilliant. Okay, um, but what happened? The battle pass went down. Then they were doing events when it came back up. So their battle pass overflow event now has different number of points than the battle pass. And I have one player ID from a player right now, right now, that I am trying to advocate for, because I can't seem to make much progress. Of course, again, the office is very, very busy, but he's got 85,000 points in his battle pass and no board cube blueprints. He should be there. He should have the cube, but he's only got 45 blueprints, not a hundred. How does that happen? The only thing that I can think is that when he was claiming, like as he's buying his points, Bubba Joe, was when the battle pass went down and came back up. That's the only thing I can think. And what are the odds of that? I mean, we're talking a a span of five seconds. He bought that pack as they were taking down the battle pass and then the trigger. Weird, right? I don't even blame Scopely for that because that's just a weird thing. But now let's make it right for him. We can see he's got 85,000 points, but he doesn't have the blueprints. You know? Armadas are clickable hostels, especially over an exchange space. Uh, this this may not be a big deal. This one may not be a big deal. I don't know. Uh, possibly, I, I don't know. I think this one might be player beneficial. All right, but whatever. I I do know we were working this uh, as a team earlier today on my server. If you can find a server whale, well, you remember Bubba Joe when you had those big nodes that had to be flipped. Same thing. The, there, there are armadas that are clickable hostiles over in exchange space. If you just cycle them out, uh, send, a, send a whale to, to go and kill them, then they're respawning correctly. I don't know. There was something with the, with the launch yesterday. But armadas in exchange space are clickable hostiles. If you can get somebody to kill them, they'll respawn correctly. Right. Bug update. No, 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 Greg. You say Apex tomorrow, armadas are screwed. No, that's what I'm saying. Listen to me. If you, if you can get somebody to clear them out. Okay. And Hani says, it sounds like the board change a few months ago. Uh, I think that was longer than a few months ago. That's been over a year. Um, but again, t- similar to like what we were talking about earlier with the bugs spanning two years, you know, to fix, but again, but again, that's what I'm telling you. If you, I, I don't, I don't expect that to be at the top of scope, priority list. If you want tomorrow to go, if you want to fix the problem yourself, you can. Okay, have somebody go and and kill these hostiles. Okay, have somebody go and kill the hostiles, and then they will respawn correct. G5 Armada chest, Bubba Joe. Probably one of the most recent fixes. G5 Armada starter bundles, rather. The starter bundles Mm -hmm. uh, reverted back to their original state uh, pre-enhancement. They have acknowledged that they're going to put that back OK, they're going to put that back, but that's not been done yet either. So if you were planning on running big armadas for starter chess, you just need to hold your horses on that because they're not paying as well as they should be either. It and, and the list. And by the way, I'm only halfway through the list, Baba. I'm going to stop there because these are the important ones, I think. But you've got corrupted account, uh, inability to log in. You've got uh, yesterday. Now, this was corrected pretty quick, but yesterday, the Battle Pass event for Lost Hostels that wasn't scoring. Now, they did fix that one pretty quick within like 30, 45 minutes. So that was fine. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of you guys are getting error code five in the chat right now. Um, it, it, it's It's been a disastrous launch, Scopely. Um Not that I'm looking for a trophy here, Bubba Joe, but I can only think of one other arc launch That compares to this one. And it was the one where the game was offline for 13 hours. Would that have been better than what we have right now? Because I kind of think it would be.
1: I would agree with you.
0: I kind of think it would be. The game just to have stayed offline. Now, I know you guys would have fussed. All right. Oh, I can't play the game. But at least we wouldn't have had a broken product. You know, I. Oh. I don't know, man. Is this the worst ARC launch of all time? It's right up there. I don't know if it's number one or number two, depending on how you view emergency maintenance, right? But Bubba, and, and I don't even, you know what? I don't even think it's fair. It's probably not even necessary. We don't need to rank this as the, be- as, as the best or the worst or the second worst or whatever, but it's bad. It, this was a catastrophic failure, especially coming in to the month where you finally had drummed up positive sentiment. Can
1: we we call it the second worst because second is the first loser?
0: Well, that'd be fine. All right. But, you know, all year we've been looking for something. All year we've been looking for a ray of positivity, some hope. You had, for this month, you had every content creator aligned. This month... You had interesting concepts, interesting game designs, whether or not they were implemented or whether or not they were fully developed. We'll talk about after the break, all right? But they had momentum. Bubba, when was the last time STFC had momentum going into an arc? It's been a long time. It might even be, God, dare I say, TNG, TNG. The last time they had this kind of momentum. Could be. Spectre says DS9, maybe. Okay, possibly. They had momentum. They had. They had sentiment. And this is what got delivered. This is why. This just can't happen. I'm not a game developer. I don't work for a gaming company. I'm just a consumer. I'm just a guy who spends my money. Okay? I can't imagine any product from any company anywhere having any kind of defensible position on this product launch. Bubba, I'll give you final commentary on this particular point, and we've got to take a break, and I want to come back to the board cube, and we're going to come back to hazards. We've done the... The bugs report. It took an entire hour. It's unbelievable. All right. It it, <clears throat> it is and don't beat up on Echo, Wolfwood. It's his job to defend it. He's the spokesperson. He's gotta spin it. Okay? It, he's gotta spin it. So, that's that's his job. I'm not I'm not mad at him for that. Okay. But this was a catastrophic failure to launch. Go ahead, Bubba.
1: I have often been very forgiving of engineering issues because i view coding as difficult mm-hmm. um and so when there is a bug or two you know it's like oh well this new this brand new thing they're doing uh you know didn't quite roll out the way they wanted. it's like okay well i can forgive that because yeah as i always say coding is hard this is not i mean a few of these are new but most of this is mm-hmm. repeats of things that they had fixed and are broken or had updated and are now recalled back to the broken state. And that's hard to excuse. That's hard to justify as reasonable or acceptable. Um, Like the, like if it was, if it was just the Armada chests, okay. Sure. We could say, okay, they, a little bit of version control issues. They started updating the version that was from the beginning of the month, not the middle of the month made a little mistake it'll be it'll be fine but there's so many things they broke yeah now there are some new bugs for sure but it just it's like i don't i don't know it's like so nobody looked at this nobody laid eyes on this nobody tested it before it went live and um and and maybe they did and they just they, they've finally gotten to the point where their test servers have no basis and no bearing on reality. Um, that's a possibility, but uh, it's it's just hard to believe you could break so many things in a single update.
0: I, it's, sadly, it's not hard to believe anymore. <laughs> sadly, it's not hard to believe how they did it. Okay, I, I have my theories on how they did it. It's a process failure. It's a failure at the management level. It's a failure at the assembly plant, if you will. Like, Who's putting it all together? Who's piecing this thing together? Who's responsible for looking out for who? Who's teamed up and and watching each other six? Doesn't appear to be any of that. There doesn't appear to be any of that. And and I find that to be a, a process and a managerial failure. All right. I don't I don't blame live ops. I don't blame the guy who fixed the Armada chest last month. I don't even blame game design. This is this is a how are we gelling? How are we vibing? Let's work as a team kind of thing. There's no team play here. None. Everybody's checking off the boxes and going home at five o'clock. There is no sense of I let me rephrase this is a personal opinion i do not feel a sense of pride about making sure that the product well, is is right i don't I want to offer
1: it. A, i want to offer a counterpoint to that dj <clears throat> so i don't necessarily think that every programmer at scopely is getting off at five and 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 you know it is entirely possible and i think even probable that the programmers and the people involved with coding this were working 18 and 20 hour days for the last month and a half trying to get this thing ready Mm -hmm. and instead of putting a break on this and saying we're not ready they pushed it anyway yeah so maybe they have people that are just punching a time card and that's a possibility but i also think it's possible that this is a managerial problem where they didn't have the ability to pivot to something else, and management said, "Push it anyway. Ship it. We don't care that it doesn't work."
0: Well, then, like I said, I, it's, I'm validated in that it's a managerial failure. It's a process failure, <laughs> and it's not the first time we've seen something like this. There's been a plenty of process failures and and what we would deem as supervisory type failures uh, over the years. This is probably one of the biggest yet, and and it. I don't get it. You had all of the positivity after what has been a terrible year. Even revenue is down. Monetization is crap. You listen, Scopla, you've had a little bit of a challenging year. I'm not saying it's been unsuccessful. I'm not even saying that you've not made money. I'm just saying it's not been quite as easy as it has been in the past, right? It's not been quite as easy as it's been in the past. You had everything going for you in this. After 10 months of, of sentiment and 10 months of frustration and, 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 you know, in this year, you had everybody aligned. You had everybody saying this was the arc of the year. I said it, Bubba. It's like every single time I end up with egg on my face, I said this was the arc we've been waiting for. And by the way, Clear points of view, clarity on my statement. I still feel that way regarding the content. But, Trader, you heard it. Ripper heard it. Aaron heard it. Y'all heard it. Bubba heard it. There are still, Bubba said it, there are still a gazillion ways that they could mess up this implementation. By golly, they found it. Bubba, we said, you even said, you were excited for the content. I hope that you still are-ish. I am. I still think that the design is overall good. But they still found a way. They still found a way to find the implementation and just stomp it all to pieces. I said, if they can roll this thing out, that would be great. There's a lot of ways that they can mess it up, and by golly, they did We're going to take a break. Actually, let me give Bubba Joe final thoughts on that, all right? Final thoughts on that. If you have any, we'll take a break. I do want to come back and actually get into some content. That was a very long monologue. I apologize. I don't mean to be ranty, but it, it just it kind of deserved it. And, and to be honest with you, I'm not even, like, yelly ranty. I'm defeated ranty. <laughs> can you guys hear the depth of tone in my voice? Like, I'm just, I'm tired, man. I'm tired.
1: I don't think there's anything to add to that, DJ. You can go ahead and go to break.
0: Let's take a break, everybody. When we return, we're going to get into the actual mechanics of this new arc, the Borg Cube, which is arguably a very good start. We're going to talk about G6 and hazards, which arguably has a lot of people on the on, on edge. <laughs> That's actually not arguable, all right? But what can they do with it? And what was the problem with it now? We're going to talk about that, and, uh, and we're going to present some pros and cons so that we can put together a feedback plan, all right? Because Bubba Joe and I are very fortunate to be able to share with you that we will be able to sit down and have an actual what do we need to do meeting opportunity very, very soon, where we will at least be able to pitch what needs to happen with all areas of this content. All right, now, whether or not they listen is completely up to them, Bubba, but we will have an opportunity. to tell them what we feel needs to happen, we need to come up with a game plan. And we will start that game plan on the other side of this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, the first episode of November's Make It So Arc, the technological famine that has been Star Trek Fleet Command here so far. We are going to take our first break and return right after a word from these sponsors. Talking Trek is brought to you in part by MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is the biggest and best Facebook page all about toys. Meet other like-minded individuals that share in your same interest. Have hard-to-find rare toys or know someone looking for your special piece of nostalgia. Old toys or new toys, hard-to-find toys, doesn't matter. With MN Toy Posse, you can find it, buy it, or sell it. Visit today at facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. That's facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse for the toy collector in all of us. Yo, what's up, commanders? Great news about PVPTarget.com. You've known for a while that it exists and has some great reference tools regarding PVP banding and common crew loadouts, but they've recently launched brand new tools on the site, including a brand new cargo calculator page as well. This isn't your typical max cargo style calculator, but a brand new, unique tool that identifies the timer until you go over cargo. The game timer might tell you how long to zero the node, but how long until your miner is at risk? You can find out now by using the brand spanking new cargo calculator at pvptarget.com.
4: This program is made possible in part by a grant from Spittles, the bite-sized candies that cause uncontrollable drooling. Arnold Schwarzenegger
0: returns to his action roots in Toyota Recall.
4: These
2: cars are on fire! They're all on fire!
0: It's the story of a hero trying to save the world from evil automotive lords. I love you too much to let you get in that car because it'll probably blow up. A fearless protector of the innocent. Put those car keys down now. Toyota Recall, coming soon to a CarMax near you. Everyone,
2: come on, get to the house. One more text, where's my food? Might be, might be screwed. Want my lunch, need to eat. Wishing DoorDash did not skip a beat. They're so slow, should've tipped this bro. People say I got a tipping problem. That ain't no reason to give People saying that I'm such a cheapskate Just cause I'm filling in zeros On my paper receipts tip option Yeah, I leave nothing at all People say I got a tipping problem cause I got no problem tipping so small. They keep on asking me to tip better.
0: They call me a
2: problem. I call me a trendsetter.
0: Bubba Joe and uh, the community screaming and yelling. We are not OK. All right. Um, but uh, yeah, sorry. I, I had a I had a moment there. All right. There you go. Bubba Joe. Uh, new wallpaper that we're going to use for the entire month. All right. <laughs> I'm using I'm going to put this wallpaper into the graphics room. If anybody wants to use this uh, for their wallpaper for the entire month, all right, then I would really appreciate it. As a matter of fact, I might even make it, Baba Joe. I might even make it the Discord-like banner. All right, I pro- you know what? Actually, I probably shouldn't. We did put up our Christmas Angel banner the other day. Um, so thank you, by the way, to Mark for putting that thing together. Uh, Bubba, just a, a couple of reminders here real quick. We should probably address super quick before we uh, dive into the rest of the arc. Just a couple of follow-ups. We do have our big hype challenge going on uh, over here on Twitch. Really do appreciate everybody's participation with that. Uh, thank you guys so very, very much. We're we're doing good. Trader, um, I, I know we ended up missing each other last night, but we need to get those community goals out uh, because when we get back, then um, – We're only going to have a couple more days, and I'm sure that the community wants to hear some of the crazy shenanigans you've got planned for us right? i
3: will get them taken care of uh, sometime in the next couple days
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, somewhere promise. around there you know in between feeding my bears and eating pretzels all right we'll, we'll get it done yeah um, exactly yeah. very important <laughs> yeah um but guys we are going to have we are going to have some very very interesting goals set up for you trader has been tasked with finding the most ridiculous and embarrassing things uh that you guys can uh, that you guys could come up with for us. Oh my gosh, is this on the, the Scopely website right now? Are you serious, Baba Joe? We're on the Scopely website right now with this wallpaper. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not really. My fingers, were, my fingers were crossed. All right, I'm. You know what? We're just gonna leave it here for a minute. All right, <laughs> we're just gonna leave it here a for minute. a minute. A minute. Or 30. Or as long as it's... Ta- oh my gosh, we should leave the simulcast. We should leave the stream up until they fix the arc. We'll just leave this and we'll just hijack their website. Because I, I think we can do that, right? <laughs> Works can, for me. <laughs> can I just can I just leave this up until until the arc actually launches properly? <laughs> oh, I'm such an evil, bad person. All right. Um, are you
1: are you getting any angry PMs that that's not a good idea?
0: I have not yet. So it's good. Okay. <laughs> We're good. All right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Um, but uh, anyway, do want to thank you guys for your engagement with the uh, with the hype challenge. I do also want to uh, bring up and remind you guys, we are still right in the middle of our Christmas Angel Foundation uh, charity giveaway. and uh, And I do want to point this out. I want to – sorry, internet uh, – the the picture will load one of these years um i do want to point out and remont are you serious right now we'll just we'll just wait it's good don't even worry about it bubba joe i'm waiting for my mountain internet to finally download this picture i'm trying to look at um where's the where's the jeopardy theme song did you, do we, did do we you have want
1: that? that or something
0: hmm. oh we're out of time folks sorry uh so we'll just have to we'll put that down here and we'll just wait for it to come back a little bit later um, that being said, folks, we are in the middle of our Christmas Angel Foundation, uh, Christmas Angel Fund. And Trader, really, really good news for that, for people who are listening and maybe haven't listened to up to this point or don't know what we're going, uh, what we're doing with that. We have actually now gotten our, our 501c3 legality part taken care of. It's not through our foundation. It's actually through the Monroe Carroll Junior, uh, Junior Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt. And uh, and they will be able to to not only give credit towards our program as far as our tracking, but they will be able to provide you the 501c3 typical tax receipt, uh, Trader. I don't really know how that works. If you here's, We're going to get you a procedure, but Trader, my understanding is in order for it to be like a tax deduction for a corporation, they've got to send it. Like The check has to be made out to Monroe Carroll Children's Hospital, and it's got to be Correct. sent directly to them, right? Correct. So yes. we're going to give you a procedure. There's going to be like a code or a small little note that you can put on and a specific address that you're going to be able to give uh, to them so that it gets credit, uh, credited to our program. All right, and and we're going to share that with you probably within the next day or so because they're getting me a special mailing address trader, or we can put in there that it's for you know Talking Treks Christmas Angel Fund, and they're going to keep us posted on Perfect. on how that stuff comes in. That way, if you guys are interested in doing a five hundred one c three charitable contribution, you can. All right, and we invite that and welcome. I would um, remind you guys that we are. At this point, Bubba Joe, working and almost done. We're 81 percent through our fourth floor of children, and uh, and and we've still got a long ways to go. We got a long ways to go, and I would also point out that we're less than twenty five hundred dollars away from you guys getting Ripper and Beck's Christmas gift. All right, and we're less than less than seventy five hundred dollars away from. <sighs> Live streaming, detailing Echo's car. (laughs) If you want to watch that. Looking forward to that one? I'm not. But I will. I want to. Let me just put it that way. I want to subject myself to that type of humiliation. All right? I want to do that for my friend Echo, but also for these kids. That's what I want. All right? I want to do it for the kids. So please help us get there. We're raising money for the Monroe Carroll Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt Medical this thing is still not loaded. What, what is going on with this? <laughs> Look at that. That's rough. Uh, anyway, so I appreciate you guys all doing that. Bubba Joe, getting back into the, uh, the ARC launch here, okay? Let's talk a little bit about what we got as far as a content drop, and I would like to start with the broader community. Let's begin with the board cube, all right? Uh, okay. Let's start with the lore of it. I love it. I think the art is great. I, I even like that they made the triangle a square in the game. Like I know that's silly. Uh-huh. All right. Um so I, you know how
1: about the uh video for building it?
0: The video for building was great. We featured that last night. It was uh it was something very, very awesome. I'm really, really pleased uh with that. And um and and let me just say that um I am not even unhappy with the mechanic of this. I think it's conservative. We've, we've talked and talked and talked about that. I feel like it's too conservative. I feel like it, it should be a little bit stronger. Since I've got Bubba here, let's talk about the PvP capability of this thing for a second. And, and, and I guess, here, let me do this. Let me spend about two, three minutes on the loop because it's actually very easy. It's a very easy loop. We showed it off last night on Twitch. Build the cube, okay? Go kill hostiles with it. You're going to build up a progress bar, then zap a hostel, earn technological distinctiveness, use it in the refinery, and um, and then get parts to upgrade it, and you get research to do Borg research. Okay, it's very very simple. Uh, when you come into your refinery tab, there's uh, it's over in the support tab right here, Borg Cube Refinery, and uh, and that's where you spend your technological distinctiveness, and you you move on. Right, it's a very simple loop, but there's an added PvP aspect to this thing. Which I found to be interesting, yet not strong enough. Now, that is where people are going to start to get fussy at me and say, "Yo, DJ, what do you mean not strong enough?" All right, because Bubba, you were talking about it. Ripper was talking about it. Uh, repair costs. You know, this talks about bringing back some of like the real to burn and things like that. Um, in in causing damage without taking damage, and I feel like lore-wise, we have a different opportunity here okay i can understand i can understand why players like bubba joe didn't want to be real to bomb to death okay i still support the player's mechanical right to sit there for three hours and try to kill his ship if they want to do that i do
1: really don't understand that argument what i was on the side of the player's when Rialta Burn was taken away.
0: Oh, I know you are. I'm just saying. Like, I support the player's right to try to kill a whale ship is what I meant to say. Okay.
1: Okay. I, I, as, I, as do I.
0: I yes. Um, and so I am curious. I've done a little bit of talking. And Bubba, this is a part of the conversation that you had this morning that I would love to hear a little bit about with this board Cube. In my opinion, okay, in my opinion, the board Cube represents the most ominous threat in the galaxy. It represents the Borg. It represents one of the most feared, one of the most formidable, and one of the most powerful villains in all of Star Trek lore. As a whale, are you offended by a ship that I can fly that has the ability to instill fear into your gameplay. Should you fear my cube? Yes, I think so, too. All right. I, I think so, too. And I wonder if, if that is shared amongst the, the VIP community, because I think the reason like, and, and we saw this last night, by the way, this is so terrible. The, the scaling on this thing. I mean, first of all, these values are too weak, Bubba Joe. Oh, I'm not even looking at the right chart. Sorry, hang on. Uh, the, the PvP values are way too weak on this thing, Bubba Joe. But not only that, I've lost it, Jules. There it is. Not only that, but um, it depreciates as I punch up. Last night, I hit Wardod with my board cutting beam. Bubba Joe. He was five levels above me, and it depreciated my cutting beam output by 10% per level. 50%. And I was only a tier two cube. So instead of 36,000 hull damage on his seven or eight billion ship or million ship, or whatever it was, I got 18,000. 18,000. Because he was a 61 and I was a 56. Now... That to me doesn't scream, doesn't scream fear. Now, I'm not nope. saying I'm not saying that it's a bad uh, that it's a great example, Galvin Ox. He said, not a great example, your cube, your cube isn't tiered. And I'm not but you know what? 36, 36 to 18? 36 to 18? Like what? Okay? I definitely don't think. Now, Anders says I can't wait till an ops forty kills DJ. Listen, man. Ops 40s kill my minors, right? So, Ops 40s kill my minors. I, 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 me personally, and again, this is a thing that Ripper was saying yesterday, Bubba. Be careful until you're in that scenario about making these kinds of claims. But doesn't that not, does it not feel like this had an opportunity to be fun and engaging for everyone? And by the way, I don't mean a whale go-home cannon. I'm not saying that PVP should be f- $50 billion. Okay, I'm not saying that. Anders, I do not want to send your ship home with one attack. I think that's unreasonable, but come on. E- e- Aunt B- Bubba, uh, you did this for me the other day. You're the D- X. Just mm-hmm. roll it out for me real quick. What tier? How much whole health?
1: Tier 10. It's got just short of a billion.
0: Okay, so let's call it one billion. Tier 10, one billion. Okay, tier 10, one billion. If I had my ship, my board cube tiered as high as I could, as high as I could, it would be tier 10. Tier 10 is going to do 8.5 million. 8.5 mi- million? Bubba Joe, that is 120 hits by my board cube to kill you. Before
1: you take into account the subtraction.
0: Correct, yeah, that's if I don't even depreciate. That's if I don't even depreciate. But because Bubba Joe's a 61 and I'm a 56, it's now not 120, it's 240. Okay, values are way too bad, uh, way too low. Now, let me me ask Anders, and then I'm going to ask Bubba, is that really what you want? I mean, I'm not saying I want to kill you. I'm not saying that I want to that I want to send you home. All right, I'm not saying that I that I want to one shot you, because I, I, again, you have excellency over me. You have uh, acquired, paid, built, proceeded, progressed, invested. You have a superior account. I don't think that I should be able to just one shot Mega Cannon you and go home. But you know what, 240 hits should be. Four or five, maybe ten. I mean, am I am I crazy, Bubba? Do you, you think are not crazy? Do you think the VIP community at large would be wildly offended by the fact that they can take damage from lower ops level players?
1: I do not think that the VIP community at large would be upset if this. I think. I think. The easiest thing that everyone would agree with is to remove the the penalty right
0: oh for sure that's gotta that's, go
1: that's that's gotta go that's
0: gotta opinion. go that's so dumb, um, so dumb
1: I think that there are some that would be upset, but I think that I don't think it's unreasonable to say there is a fixed cannon that can be fired that is going to be do this much guaranteed damage um i mean we already have the effect of burning taking one percent right you just have to survive the first round so Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like i think this should be better than burning i think you know someone said in the chat five percent i think that's not a terrible thing but it doesn't have to be a fixed percentage it can be a fixed damage value and then you know if you're a higher level board you get to do a little bit more um i don't have a problem with it being an intimidation thing i don't have a problem with. If I leave my Dedarex out and you come and you and twenty of your friends come and take it out, okay. Or I leave it out long enough and you take it out after twenty hits after grinding a hundred hostiles in between, right? Right. So i I don't think it's a I don't think that's a terrible thing. Uh, I think it's a little, as you suggested, it's a little underpowered. And 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 I thought you knew this, but after I got off your stream on Monday night, I came into your chat. And anyone who was here will know and and say, like, you know, I was trying to put out that fire because the article came out saying that there was a diminishing shot. And you had said on your stream, you're like, I don't think that's a thing based on the conversations you had. And I was yeah. in here saying, <laughs> Yeah. That's not a thing, guys. Calm down. It's gonna be okay.
0: Yeah, because they they literally told me that they that, that was the original idea. And they also, they also, members of the Scopely family, said yeah, I don't think that that's necessary. You know, even Ripper said yesterday, listen, if we if we were gonna make it that it was a whale go home cannon, then I'm fine with the depreciation. it was it was double overkill. You don't need both, right? if we're gonna if we're gonna make the ship this week on on these numbers, then you don't need to tax it. By the way, somebody just asked in the chat what would happen if you hit somebody more than ten levels over? Zero damage. Rev proved it on screen. Zero damage. Zero damage. You use the board cutting beam. It did zero damage. None. Because they hit somebody 10 levels up. That is stupid. That is stupid. That is stupid. Unless... You make it a go-home cannon. In which case, I... Hear me, folks. If Scoopla came to me and said, hey, all right, we'll work with you on a compromise. We're going to increase all of these values by 100x. But we're going to keep the tax in place. I call that a win. I call it a win. Bubba Joe, uh, if it increased by 100x, that takes me to $85 million, uh, $850 million. That would take my tier to 850 million, which would almost kill you, right? Almost kill you. But because you're five levels above me, it would do 50% damage to you. I am okay with that. I'm okay with that. Listen, it's not like the board Cubes were impervious. They're not immortal. They can be defeated by superior power, but they are... Extremely devastating. They are formidable, and they will do damage on their way out. Bubba, do we agree, lore wise? A Borg Cube can be defeated, but it's not like just walking up and picking off a Rialta. Bubba, so just think shooting from the hip—a
1: little bit extreme.
0: Well, maybe I'm just—I'm pulling a number out, but I mean, but
1: I'm not against the idea. I'm just suggesting. I think that's that's oh, that is your classic negotiation starting point if i'm walking into the car dealership yeah i'm i'm coming in at twenty thousand dollars for this sixty thousand dollar car right they're gonna come in at 50 (laughs) and i'm gonna come up to 30 (laughs) and we're gonna come to somewhere in the middle so as as an opening salvo i'm okay with it but that does seem a little bit extreme to me but yes it needs to be better
0: yeah for sure all right and again i'm okay with the tax if the cube is a much more formidable thing. Let's talk about the tax on the other side of the scale. Bubba, if the tax is a punch-up tax, should it also be a punch-down tax? Not that it'll probably uh, matter, but yeah, I think it should.
1: Well, I don't like the tax at all.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I'm, I'm good with that. For whatever reason, Scopely feels like it needs to be there. Let me ask you, Bubba, is there a way that you could retune this math to the point where you feel like the tax could be eliminated altogether?
1: Well, I think that the math as it exists right now, if you repealed the tax, would not be a bad thing.
0: Oh, really? I still think it's weak.
1: I, I'm not saying it's I, – I don't think – I think you could repeal the tax, and it is not bad. I'm not saying it's to where it should be. But you could repeal the tax today, and there would be no downside to that.
0: Well, sure. Sure. But I don't think that's the only card we take, right? Like, repeal the I tax, agree. and we're good. I, I don't want to do that. I think I you repeal that.
1: the tax, and you watch. You watch that 50 take 10% of that 60s hole. And you watch, and you listen, and you see what the feedback is, and then you decide what needs to happen.
0: Okay. All right, so I so, think that
1: I think it still probably needs to be improved a little bit beyond that. But I think you repeal the tax first, and you watch how this settles in. You watch how that forty is attacking the fifty, okay. how the forty-five is attacking the fifty-five, and you see how that engagement goes. And if it's something players even want to engage in, and can you get a group of twenty players that are all going to charge up their their cannons and go after that idle epic ship? Right. And by
0: the way, by the way, we learned this last night too. Um, even though there's only a five second cooldown on your laser, there's a 30 second cooldown on your target. So if you had 40 people get together to, to attack this, this idle ship, when one person hits it with a beam, it's got a 30 second cooldown before anybody else can hit it with the beam.
1: Is that what the research is talking about?
0: Oh, there's a research. Okay. Show me, Bubba. Show me. What are what are we looking at here? There's a research well, to what so increase I, the cooldown, reduce it. What
1: it's it says increases base cost efficiency of the board cubes cutting beam. Yeah, I wonder what that was for. I have no idea what that's doing. Unless See, a, I thought on how many hostiles do yeah? Kill?
0: It's ch- it, the name of the research is charge optimization. I think that increases the speed yeah, at I which you charge it. It's-
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what I was. That's what I think on that. So unfortunately, not related. Um, okay. But I, I, you know, here's the thing. I think the thirty second thing needs to be removed too. I, I, I understand the protections that they put in here, but that's what they are. Are protections? Do we need those protections?
1: I don't. Well, <sighs> so. Again, I'm not the kind of player that gets really pissed off if someone blows up my ship. In fact, if someone hits my ship out of row, my most often response is, did I upset you in some way? Like, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> Baba, always have the I pacifist. wronged you having never interacted with you before? <laughs> um, and so, like, and then that's it. Like, that's all there is, right? Uh, I have been angry at people before, but most often it's not that. Most often it's just like, what are you doing? Um, and, and I I kind of feel like that a lot of whales feel that way. Unless, okay, here's the exception, up to a point. Mm-hmm. Unless the economy in G6 is as bad as it looks right now where we're talking about a pack's worth of resources to repair your ship yeah i because you know let's not forget that g5 was like 20 dollars to repair a ship in its infancy that's a little bit extreme to ask to say to be okay with right For right sort of thing
0: right but we, if
1: the economy's not screwed up hint hint scopely then i'm not overly upset about this i've I've been of the side that says yes, you should have the ability to do something. I don't think it's necessarily that in a normal combat scenario, you can just um, you know, you should be able to go pound for pound with my ship, right? Sure. Your 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 ship should not go pound for pound with my ship. Like that's just I mean, that's why you build a bigger ship. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that I, I'm not against the idea of making this better, but my first thing I would do is I would repeal the tax and watch what happens are people using the cutting beam in pvp is it a problem do you start to hear people that are in the higher ops range start to really complain my ship is idle for a minute and then it goes boom like is this a real problem right and if it's not and people are like it's still not powerful enough it's still not getting the job done and and there's no one complaining about they're feeling like they're being ganged up on then i say that's when you make it a point that's when you make a point to try and improve it But I think the first thing you have to do is repeal the tax because that tax, those numbers are absurd. I agree. 10% for level is
0: ridiculous. I agree. A thousand percent. Now, DRM does put up an interesting uh, position in the chat, one that does deserve mentioning. He says, you know, there is one advantage of the cooldown there is that it makes it less likely that someone will poach a hostile that you're trying to multitap with the cutting beam. And that is true. Because they don't have to be in proximity. I actually thought about this last night. I was I was such dope. Uh, last night, I was trying to multi-tap a hostile, Bubba Joe, and I brought another ship to protect my hostile, just like we used to with the... Um, what, what were they, Steven Aaron? The... Come on. The... Oh, uh, what were those original Separatists. ones? The separatist, separatist bosses that we always had to multi-tap. I brought a ship to protect them, right? I brought a ship to protect the hostile last night, only now realizing, well, someone could have shot it from all the way across the system. <laughs> right? They don't have to be right up on it. Yeah, so, there's,
1: there's no protection there, DJ. No, you, yeah. I brought, <laughs> you can't jump in front of the beam, then you
0: got nothing. <laughs> I brought a ship to guard my hostel, just like I did back with the Separatists. But it wouldn't have mattered because they could have been all the way across the system. All right? Um, that being said, there, I think there's a lot more problems with that cooldown than, than exist. Or, or okay. Maybe there's a way to do this, DRM. I would imagine that there is, since they have figured out how to separate uh, PvE and PvP damage here. How about we just leave that in place for PvE? Turn it off for PvP? Now, that might be viewed somewhat aggressively, all right, to people who don't like that mechanic. So I don't know if you can really go down that road, but 30-second immunity... And and again, you know what? Here's the next thing I'll say, Bubba Joe. Bucks. Uh, here's the next thing I'll say. If they ramp these numbers up significantly to where it takes me 8 or 10 or 12 hits to take you out instead of 240, then I'm okay with the cooldown. If I can send your ship home, if I've got 10 players there, and we can collectively send your ship home, I'm okay with 30 seconds to let you catch your breath. I mean, although it really shouldn't exist, but... But that's a protection that I'm willing to concede You know what's interesting? if I had the capability to send your ship home in ten, in 10 hits.
1: You know what's interesting is that if you are doing this by yourself, that 30-second timer doesn't matter at all. Yeah, you're right. If you're doing this by yourself, it probably takes you 30 seconds to charge it up again. Exactly. So, it that really is only there to prevent the gang up mechanic. Yeah. And in that scenario, I'm not I'm not overly like I like preventing the ability to gang up. Like I I think that you should be allowed some strategy, but I I've said this openly, I dislike coalitions. Yeah. I dislike, you know, I dislike that mechanic. I dislike sending 22 alliances to a territory to try and you know keep someone out i don't like that mechanic it feels like bullying to me and it feels like this is something that could turn into bullying but it's also something that could turn into punching up a bunch of 40s that get to take out a a 55 or 60 Mm -hmm. right it feels like that there is the potential for something like that and that seems like it would be cool um so I'm 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 of a mixed opinion on the thirty second timer, but again I think it is I think the right thing to do is to say we are going to remove the tax and watch what happens.
0: I can I, I can see I that point it. and and I see this this message in chat. I'm going to come back and read it because I, I value his his uh, opinion up there at at Op sixty and probably higher now. Captain Anders says, uh, I think Scopely could be ahead of you on this issue. If everyone has the all-powerful cube, people would invest in having extra faction ships and diversity of ships adds to fun and sales, and I don't disagree. However, I'm not, I'm not saying it should be the go-home cannon, Anders. I, I think that it should be damaging. I think it should be feared. I think it should be ominous, but it's still not going to... I still need my faction ships to progress it, which is why I'm actually okay tying it to that. I'm okay tying it with faction progression to make it better. Um, And not only that, but as I'm progressing my faction ships, I've got another more capable ship. Maybe I use that cutting beam to to zap you down to 70%, and now my PvP ship has the opportunity to actually take you out. But I couldn't take you out when you were at 100% hull. You know what I'm saying? I, I like what this represents. Again, let me be very clear. I do not believe that the board Cube should be a go-home cannon for anybody. I do not believe that. Okay? I'm not saying that. But I definitely think it needs to be beefier than what it is right now. 240 hits with a 30-second cooldown is not enticing to me at all. None. Zero. I was excited about this cube. If somebody asked me right here, right now, Bubba Joe, at this moment... I gotta be careful with how I say this, but if somebody said, is the board cube worth getting today? Well, it's fun to own, but it's giving me no real utility as of yet. Is that a fair assessment, Bubba Joe? It's fun to have. I'm glad that I own a cube. It's cool to own. The videos are great. The graphics are amazing. It's cool. But as of this moment, it is giving me no utility. And based on what's the
1: utility you would want?
0: Exactly what I just said. Now again, I'm a PvP'er. Okay. So again, yeah.
1: So for you, it's PvP. Yes. Right. Yes. You want a PvP ship? Yes. Yes. Well, I got news for you, DJ. Go build a bigger ship.
0: Baba, come on, get off that. Okay. I just said I don't want it to send you home. All right. But I feel like it should close the gap a little bit. I feel like it's not unfair. For you and I to be five Ops levels apart, I don't think it's unfair for me to do 20% damage to you. 20%? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, if I took my best PvP ship against your best PvP ship, you said the other day, I'm not getting off a shot. We're only five Ops no, levels apart.
1: I said you would do zero damage. There's a difference. Oh,
0: okay. I do zero damage. Fair enough. I'll do zero damage. Zero damage. Damage.
1: I think you'd get shots off, by the way.
0: They would just be completely and utterly mitigated or zeroed out. They'd be zeroed out, wouldn't they? They'd be zeroed out. (laughs) Because of Scopely's own busted game design.
1: Because Scopely's own busted game design.
0: Five ops levels separate you and I, and I would do zero damage. I don't think that's good. I think this Borg cube could fix that, but they've got to get aggressive. All right.
1: Uh, well, so I so I think that, again, I want to see it in action. I want to see it as a flat amount that you can do to a 20. Or you can do it to anyone within your PvP range, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see how that evolves. I don't right. want to say, tell a 28 that has their level 1 cube, you can't go hit someone that is 10 ops levels ahead of you. I want to tell you that you can go hit a 40, you and your entire alliance of 28s can unlock this cube and go hit a 40 and see what happens. But right now, if they do that, they use zero.
0: And and I'm seeing this in the chat. Is the beam limited to PvP range? Yes, it is, Zula. So you are still limited to your PvP bracketing, uh, which presumably means that you could use it in territory wide open. All right. But I'm seeing this a lot in chat. Listen, okay, I love the hype on the Cube. I love the Cube. I love the concept of the Cube. I love the Borg. I love the art. I, I'm with you, DJs. I like all of this. But why should I invest in something that's going to give me no utility? Let's look at the PVE side of it. The PVE side of it will eventually be good. But again, only for only for certain hostels. All right. Like you mentioned, Bubba Joe for Q's trials, you will never use the Borg on your Q's trials, ever. Correct. You will never use the Borg on freebooters, ever. Correct. You will never use the Borg on.
1: Uh, no, I think I can use it on. I think I will eventually be able to use it on freebooters.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Let's see. Let me look at. Let me look.
0: A freebooter sixty. They have more than eighty. Yeah.
1: At tier fourteen, I can use it on freebooters.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. I take it back then. Okay. There are certain areas of the, and by the way, I also agree. Should this thing be a universal, a universal, we use it everywhere kind of thing? No, I don't think that either. All right. I'm fine. If Q's trials are off limits to the board cube, it's going to help some of us along the way, probably, but it won't help at the upper levels. That's fine. I'm okay with using strategic ships for strategic objectives in this game. I'm fine with the cube working here and not working there. That's what I I mentioned the other day. I feel like the PVE side of this doesn't look horrendously bad. I do think it's a little soft. I think it's a little soft.
1: I think it's a little soft.
0: I think it's a little soft, especially probably around. Well, probably all the way up, probably tier 10 or tier 12 and down. It's a little soft. All right, but but that's an easy fix. I think the PVP is just way off. And so again, Bubba, if I asked you, Hammer says it again. So again. What's the point? Why does Scopely deserve my $20? Baba, answer the question.
1: Well, okay, so I was going to want this regardless. I'm one of those players that for five years has said, man, it would be really cool to fly around a board cube. Yeah. And so I'm going to engage in the board cube loot. Hopefully it will get to a point where I can use it regularly for something, some aspect of my game. I'm hopeful for that. And we'll see how it goes. But I'm happy, as a Star Trek fan, I'm happy to be flying around in a Borg cube. I think flying around in a Borg cube is cool.
0: Yeah. Just like
1: the same feeling I had flying around in my Enterprise D. Now, that's a much more powerful ship out of the box because you have to be such an ops. But flying around a Borg cube, like, that that, that fills all of my, you know, fanboy vibes. All right. Okay. Now, if you're not a fanboy, if you're not the person that's like, yeah, I don't care. That doesn't bother. That doesn't help me. How does it help me in game? And what I would say to that is the research that it's going to help fuel looks to be useful across the board. It is not limited to the board cube. And so I believe that this loop is going to help you generically, not just with your board cube. It is going to help your board cube, but it is also going to help you in a general sense. That makes the loop worth engaging in. Now, how much is it going to help you? That's going to depend on where you are in the game. But this looks like a use, a useful and engaging loop. And if this is keeping up with all of your ships, if you are progressing this and your ships at the same time, this is easily going to be your second biggest ship for a long time, maybe forever. And what is it that we have just been doing starting about six months ago where we were like man all i have is the one good ship that can go do this i really need two more ships to be able to go reach this thing dj
0: yeah sorry i'm dealing with a 911 message ah please continue though
1: uh so solo armadas so I think that this easily could be your number two ship for solo armadas, and it's going to be something you're not going to go have to invest in a second and third faction ship. So I think that this is absolutely something that's going to be useful. I think it's going to be something that is going to have utility in the game. But I understand people are going to be like, I wanted this for PvP, and it doesn't do it for me for PvP. I get that. And I think it is a little weak in PvP, and I think it can be better in PvP, and I would like to see it be better in PvP.
0: Um, I did see the question in chat. I'm going to ask Bubba to to help cover me here for just a second. Um, Bubba, do we know whether or not the Borg cube is going to receive enhancements like the Vidar against Borg targets or anything like that? I I think we've not found any evidence of that, right?
1: We have not seen any evidence of that. Okay. But what the Borg cube does do is it gives you the ability to get... So we have research that is mitigation. We have officer stat boosts. We have shield and hull boosts. So it has, in, in addition to that, it has uh, critical hit chance and critical hit chance subtraction. So it has both of those. Um, so it, it it is doing things to make your general ships, all of your ships better, and has a few individual nodes that are specific to the board cube.
0: Okay, very good. So, in summary, answering the question to you guys, is there benefit? It sounds like it, it, it is going to depend on your playstyle, right? It sounds like it's going to depend on what you want to accomplish out of the game if the benefits are going to serve you in other ways. Um, and if you are going to give credence to the fanboy piece of it, right? Uh, Um, if you're going to give credence to that, because again, I, I have the ship and I would have the ship. Okay. Now, Greg says, you know, not necessarily. I don't want, well, Greg said it should have been a $20 skin and not a $20 material sinkhole. I'm going to disagree with that because I think that this does have utility. Okay. I don't want it to just be a skin. I think it does have utility. I think it can be good. I think the concept of the board cube is good. I just think it's a little bit weak. All right. I I think if we enhance it and tweak some of these mechanics, it could be a very, very good thing. Do I think it launched perfect? No. And Bernard says, don't forget it's month one. Agreed. Uh, Do I think it launches great? No, not only. Um, And Bubba, is it fair? This will be my final thought before we take our last break. We're going to come back to G6 and hazards. Is it fair to expect this kind of heavy utility out of a ship that was acquired for $20? Or does it deserve time to grow? This is something that we're going to talk about probably deeply on the other side of the break, but one of our fundamental differences on hazards is how it was launched and what tools were available to enhance it now. If the board cube was available for $20, does it deserve to be a wrecking ball now? And are we wrong to expect that, or does it deserve time to mature?
1: Well, I mean, I was not expecting to have a tier 10 ship today, right? That's not a realistic expectation. I was expecting that I would have a tier one ship, that I would be leveling up. And as a tier one ship, it has tier one limitations. And as a tier two ship, it has tier two limitations. I'm not disappointed with how it's performing as a tier two ship. As a Tier 2 ship, I am hitting hostels that are significantly higher than what your average Ops 30 is going to be able to hit. Now, I have a lot of research helping me out, Yeah, but a lot of that research isn't applied because a lot of that research is faction ship specific. Wow, this that's is true. not that. That's true. So so I do have some research. There is some generic research that is helping me, but I am not disappointed with the PVE performance of this ship.
0: Okay.
5: What are its base stats looking like? Like what's its base crit not, level compared to
0: other ships? Not How's terrible. Its impulse not the firing pattern. Not terrible. Firing pattern's good. As a matter of fact, um, if Jules is in the chat, uh, I'd invite him up to to talk for just a minute because we do get we have to get ready to take a break. But Jules did a couple of charts for us on this thing. Um, so here's where you're at. Okay. I'm going to show um, I'll put this in the graphics room and I'm going to put this up on the screen for those watching. This is the Borg cube chart as it uh, relates to the equivalent tiers that it needs to unlock. The blue is your equivalent ship damage. And because of what Bubba Joe just said, it's always higher. So Bubba Joe, you know, scopely, they played a little bit of word trickery on us. They said when maxed, when maxed, this would be the most powerful ship in the game. Right? That's what they said verbatim
1: i think they also said that this was going to be your most powerful ship as it is moving up with your factory
0: they said that it would scale like and, and perform like the battleships of its tier requirements yes yes they played some word trickery here will this ship be the most powerful ship in the game at max that is correct it will be jules verne verifies it right here at tier 18 and not before not before. Now, Bubba, can we also claim that Scopely was accurate in their statement of this ship scales with the battleships as it continues to progress? Is that true?
1: It is.
0: It is. But before Tier 18, will it ever be better than the Tier no, it doesn't even scale badly Omicron. Look, it hugs this line all the way up. This chart is good. I mean, the scaling is good. They did scale it like a ship, like a battleship of its equal tier as it goes up, but it's never going to it's never going to be number 1, Bubba Joe. Not until tier 18. Okay? Not until tier 18. So I, they did not, they played the marketing game. They didn't lie. But they didn't exactly tell the whole truth, right? This ship will not be your best battleship ever, okay? It'll never be your best battleship. It will also, uh, uh, sorry, your best battleship at equal, at equal tiers, okay? Never at equal tiers. And by the way, by the way, uh, Hellbot, Oh, okay, sorry, what you're saying. Okay, I thought you said the blue should have been the cube. Uh, and I don't agree with that. That's what Captain Anders was saying. No reason to do anything else in the game if it's always going to be the number one chip. Okay, so I, I think that this thing scales appropriately, but you're right with their claims, with their marketing. You would have thought the blue would have been the cube line. All right, now Tiberius says you sound surprised by that. Not really. I, I am a little bit, maybe more surprised trader that I fell for it, <laughs> okay? Um, but, but, this is not an offensive chart, Bubba Joe. At least it's not no. a completely fall flat. This is not a, an offensive design. This design is fine. Holds up, okay? Holds up just fine. But, Karkin, to answer your question in short form, It performs softer than the equivalent locks that it requires to to get to a spot. Firing pattern's good. Stats are good. Uh, Everything is just slightly worse. Uh, And I say worse because it should be, all right? But DPR's just a little bit down. Mitigation's a little bit down. Hull health's a little bit down. It's just slightly inferior to the ship that it would require at the tier for it to unlock. All right. Did it disappoint? Maybe a little. Maybe we were looking for that go-home cannon. Is it a viable, performing battleship all the way up? Yes, it is. Bubba, will they ever allow it to be the number one ship? I don't think they will. Because then, like Anders says, what's the point? What's the point in pushing the other ships if there's no other benefit that can come from those ships other than the cube. I don't think the cube will ever outperform. And that might be what's a little bit disappointing. That's why we're feeling like it's a little bit soft. But I don't know if that wasn't necessarily by design. Do you think that I, do you think that this cube will eventually stand up I mean they have space right they can do the research as you mentioned they can do the research there's other things that they could do prime skins artifacts uh, forbidden technology anything that they want to do with this thing do you think they're ever going to allow the cube to be better than the tier lock it requires
1: Um, that's a good question I could see a scenario where they allow it to be the same
0: yeah I think you're right Probably not better. I think you're right. So let's set our expectations on this. So now, now that we're diving into this, now that you've got the analytics, Karkin, uh, some of you guys who haven't bought it yet, okay, here is the objective piece of this show. Right here is your analysis. Right here is your breakdown of what it actually is. Take the hype out of it, Bubba Joe. Now we know what it is, what it can do, what it's not doing well, what it is doing well, and how it will grow. Is this worth $20 to you? It is, it's still to me. Yes. Bubba, is it still worth $20 to you?
1: I do not regret having purchased the ship.
0: Okay. That's fair. Okay. Fusion says no. Sugar Fat Man says no. And that's okay. This is where it's okay for you to make that decision. That's, this is perfectly fine. This is where it's okay for you guys to make this decision. Seeing this data, Seeing the performance, it is still worth $20 to me. To me. And full disclosure, I didn't even have to pay $20 for it. Okay? Scopely gave it to me. Full transparency. I never lied to you guys about that stuff. I would have. Honestly, I probably would have spent $100 on it.
1: Greg, your mom, the Cube has something unique that other ships don't have.
0: The cutting beam. Right. Just needs to be a little bit beefier. Okay, needs to be a little bit tougher. Um, you but said... No that you, uh, and definitely, yeah, no tax. Uh, you guys wanted to see whole health. All right, I can show you that one. Jules Verne did that for us as well. I'll put this in the graphics room for you as well. You want to see... You're
1: not getting to your break.
0: I, I know, I know. All right, this is it. This is it. Okay, you want to see how whole health scales? Just like a battleship. This, it, It's okay, guys. It scales just like a battleship. It remains viable all the way up. Okay? It remains viable all the way up. It just... It's just not quite enough to ever outperform. Okay? Emperor says, listen, I might be looking at this the wrong way, but considering every other ship in the game basically costs $100 is worth $20 to me. I
1: agree. I want to... I want to address, let, okay, I'm sorry. I, I need to address something
0: here. So Please. people
1: are complaining that it, at for the G5 Uncommon that it's too high. You know what? You're not wrong, okay? That is a long ways away for most players. That is a long ways away from almost every player in the game. I, I sincerely doubt there are many board cubes that are getting to that point at this point. Yeah. What I do want to say is that until that point, the requirement for those ships is not very hard. reasonable,
0: very reasonable, very reasonable. Like, did you
1: did you look at that, DJ?
0: Mm-hmm. I How did. many
1: rare parts do you have to spend before you get to G5?
0: Oh, no. well, I, I didn't go into all that, but these tier requirements no, are not bad. It's
1: easy. How many rare parts do you have to spend before you get to tier five before you get to G5?
0: I don't know the answer to that. Is it not much? Let's see I, if assuming, someone in the chat does. Uh, Ransusi says Chef zero. Does. Oh, zero? It's really? Zero. It's zero? Wait, before G five, there's no G four rare parts. The G four requirements top out at tier
1: eight. G- rare parts do not start until tier nine in G four.
0: Oh, which means
1: wow, you can
0: fuel okay, okay the
1: entirety of the faction ships through scrapping.
0: Okay, and you know what? We look at this is the same thing that Bub and I were kind of teasing each other about last night, jokingly and full of love and not angry or with the motion in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but the grinder's path. <laughs> okay? There's the grinder's path. No rare parts. So you can, free-to-play, fuel this loop anywhere you need it to go. Is it going to take a long time? Sure. Maybe. Possible. All right? But no rare parts. I think that's a big thing. I also right. want to point out the catch-up mechanic. I also want to point out the catch-up mechanic built into this. In which, if you hit a milestone, at least they had the foresight, Baba Joe, to backfill all of those components. They are not requiring, they are not requiring all three faction ships. That is a big thing that I am hearing. Is that a lot of people are like, "Oh, the faction ships, I got to do all three of them now." And I've never, you do not have to do all three of them now. All right, it is allowing you to backfill. All of those parts. Last night on Twitch, when I built my cube, you guys saw all of the catch-up parts for all the ships that I had already built. Divine says if you want two cubes, uh, if you want two cubes, then you're going to end up needing to build two factions worth, but still not all three ships per rarity. Star Ocean says if you want three cubes, all three faction ships, wrong. Not at least not at every level, Star Ocean. All right, You would just need to kind of build evenly there. For example, if I'm getting ready to build a Sanctus, then maybe I should have wanted to build a Vorcha right before there. And then maybe I'm going to build the Enterprise D. I got to be careful. I got to plan my parts now, Bubba. This is where an issue becomes uh, is with parts. I agree. All right? I agree. But But, you can backfill it.
1: Let's go back to the solo armada discussion that we were having six, eight, nine months ago, whatever it was. Where people were like, yeah, I've got my, I've got my Pilum, Pilum and my Valdor and my auger. Those are my three best ships. You're telling me that if you have a pylum, you don't think this ship's going to be better than your auger?
0: Oh, for sure. I think it will be. Now, I'll tell you one thing that we ran You're into last specialty night. Chef. One thing that we ran into last night was, and, and this is, I think, Bubba, you were here for this part. This is the gift that keeps giving the Pike Moreau Chen effect. The Pike Moreau Chen effect is continuing to plague this game because is this ship's cutting beam or even this ship's capabilities going to outperform an Enterprise-killing level 49 hostiles somewhere? Well, don't forget, you can put Pike Moreau Chen on the cube. Just throwing that out there. Okay? You can put Pike Moreau Chen on the cube. I did it last night and it works. All right? But... Pike Moreau-Chen is the wild card there, not the ships. This is balanced for the ships, albeit a little soft, but it's balanced for the ships. It's not necessarily balanced for the the crew. Good news is you can take that crew and put it on the cube. All
4: right. Hey, DJ.
0: Yo, Jules. Welcome, man. We were showing off some of your brilliance. Is there anything? Listen, I'm way overdue for a break, but uh, can you wrap this up? Do you have something that you would like to specifically point out or comment or correct or affirm anything that we've said about this cube? You deserve. uh, You've done so much. You probably have more analytics on this than Bubba, me or anybody else in the game. If someone asked you if this ship was worth $20, what's your answer?
4: Oh, absolutely, but I I only have a limited time, too, so this works well for your break. i got to jump back to teaching a different class. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I have a confession to make about this data. I took the base of the tier that you're able to get to with the Borg Cube, but that Borg Cube is limited only in the warp component, so you can still upgrade all of the weapons, shield, and hull of the Borg Cube to the next Mark part up correct right so this chart is a little misleading the charts that you have in the graphics strip are a bit misleading because Uh-oh. what you're seeing is a naked tier let's take a look in at a lab, full tier. i have included mm-hmm. this and now here's let's just give the caveat here it's still a naked tier of equivalent ship so if the if the equivalent ship is a tier six newton it's still a base tier six naked tier six newton that it's comparing itself to so it may look similar in its actual trajectory but we're not talking about any faction research already we're still just looking at base and we're not talking about those tiered equivalent ships also having parts that would make it the next tier up next part up does that make
0: sense? It does make sense. And even though it's not exactly an apples to apples comparison, does this not, Bubba, does this not make you feel a little bit better about the Cube's performance and what its capabilities are at the locks? All right. This well, I, definitely. I was not l-
1: upset with the Cube's, perfor- the Cube's performance already.
0: Yeah, I wasn't either, but this certainly makes it look a little bit more in line. This, actually, can I just be honest? Because. I don't like calling Scopely out when, when they have just said something wrong because I, I a lot of times I'm sure it's miscommunication or error or breakdown in in, in data. Uh, I never like to say that they lied. This actually makes me feel a little bit better, Baba Joe, because they did say to us, right, that this ship will perform comparably to the battleships of their tier locks. This actually makes me feel a little bit better about that. So, Jules, I appreciate the corrected data. Um, do you feel that Scopely kept their word when you say that the cube is going to perform as a comparable battleship
4: all the way up? You know, I actually do praise game design in some of the things that I have found uh, while trying to do the research and analysis of this. Um, I, I don't think that they... Well, the things I praise, yes. I see this now and I say, okay, great. They've actually thought about how to comparably set this up they knew that people were going to be able to do a mark seven component on a on a tier six four cube uh, and so that's when they made the comparables here to not overpower the board cube i also appreciate that they have set the refinery to what the hostile level is that you should be able to hit that has the lowest whole health they've mm-hmm. actually mapped that they've mapped that out already on their side and i found that math when i was trying to do the research you're referring so to the game design,
0: the technological distinctiveness drops. You said you found, you
4: found core logic there. Yeah. There's core logic with, with being able to one shot a ship, finding the highest level you can do that with. And at each tier, they've actually mapped the refinery cost to that. So uh, I like that. They've, they've put in a lot of work in here. They've done, they did really good math in here. Um, I think there's still a lot of things they haven't factored in like fashion, faction specific research. So I I still don't think at this at launch that board cube is going to outpower your equivalent ship in any regard. Um, But I agree with Bubba. It's a great second ship and there is room for growth. And worth $20,
0: according to Jules, according to me, and still according to Bubba Joe. Be that as it may, this is the purpose of this show. And I'm kind of glad we're getting back to this. Jules, thank you so much for coming in and, and wrapping that up, Bubba Joe. I don't know that we could give any more data about this cube at this particular point? Is there any data that we've actually missed? Because I feel like we've done a very, very good job at the data right now on this yeah, cube. So That the- way you can decide, community, if it's worth it to you, but we've given you the math now.
1: Right. So the only thing is, is something that's being discussed in the chat is that once you get to G5, those requirements look a little steep, and that's feedback we can give back. Right, mm-hmm. I think that's feedback we can give back to Scopely and say, "Hey, does it really need to be tier six? Can it maybe be tier five here? Like, is that? I mean, that seems because there are there is a very steep curve in G five in going past tier four
0: because of the parts.
1: So, no, because of materials. Oh, parts a little bit, but it's mostly materials and tritanium okay. for that okay. matter. Yeah, tried for sure. Um, yeah. So, so I think that at G five there is definitely That's that table looks a little harsh, but um, but definitely I think that that but but everything below that looks fantastic.
0: Let me ask Captain Anders because he brings up this point. If they lower the tier requirement, then Jules that elevates the chart. The Borg now becomes the most powerful one at the tier, especially if you've lowered the tier requirement for the ship to get there. Captain Anders maintains that the Borg cube shouldn't be the most powerful ship at any of these tiers. Maybe these tiers were chosen for this purpose. Is that possible? To drive the tier and therefore drive the performance of this cube. If you want the cube to get to that tier, you're going to have to push the faction ship a little bit. Right? Not saying I agree. I'm just saying that might be the logic behind here. Because if you lower that tier requirement, Bubba Joe, then the comparable ship power drops, and now the Borg cube as it's written, unless they rewrite the Borg cube as well, does become the most powerful ship at any and all future tiers. So, And that's exactly what players like Andrews are saying they don't necessarily want. It could be valuable, it could be powerful, but it shouldn't be number one, right? That's probably
4: true. I mean, especially because we're doing an equivalent battleship. Like, you're enterprise d should be better than a board cube at its specific tasks that's not a question but if you are also flying into daradex maybe it should be better than your daradex who knows yeah maybe i don't know we uh we've got plenty Um, of feedback can i get a little bit fussy with you um yeah can you delete those those two charts that you have in there and just repost the three charts that i've just put in the lab i just there was one small typo i wanted to fix oh sure um, so delete delete want, all of i don't them? want misleading information in the graphics room yeah
0: okay yeah absolutely uh i'll delete all of them and uh aaron while i'm at break why don't you uh or somebody maybe i can do it while i'm at break uh oh no i've got the lab locked up okay I- i'll take care of it while we're at break ladies and gentlemen let's take our final break bubba joe when we come back uh you get to sound off on hazards and, uh, and how it's affecting the early G6 experience. And we're going to talk about that progressive path as it relates to what this new feature is. It is a 1% feature now. But I am of the opinion that this should be a much, much, much larger expansion and much larger rollout. And there might be a part of me, Bubba, that thinks that it's uh, maybe that you guys are experimenting and testing this new mechanic uh, so that maybe it could be rolled out for the entire galaxy at some point in the future. But we're going to talk about the pros and cons of hazards. That will come up on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return after a moment. Hang on. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call. 678-226-1994. Visit them online at Musgrove Trial Firm. Dot com. This portion of the show brought to you by crazybunch.org. Are you old like Bubba Joe and get tired playing video games? Surtail has a solution for your health and wellness needs, especially while gaming. You could try an energy gummy for those long incursion events or just to keep yourself conscious while you're doing all that mining. Surtail is an independent distributor of all aerial products you'll need to improve your gaming experience. Message Surtail on discord or visit crazybunch.org for more information.
4: This program is made possible in part by a grant from Consolidated Industrial Conglomerate Incorporated, the company that's so big, we've totally lost track of what it is we do. The following is a public service announcement. Hi, did you know that
3: high mobile phone use may impact sperm count? That's right, you might be worried about dropping your connection, but you should really be concerned about a drop in conception. We get it, you're absolutely glued to your phone at all times. After all, you gotta manage that fake fantasy football team. But what about starting a real not fantasy family? TikTok! No, not the app you can't stop scrolling through. That's the sound of our biological clocks ticking. So log off Instagram and stop checking out bikini-clad influencers swimming in pools. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, there's no hope for your little swimmers. This message was brought to you by Balls, brides against lots of lost sperm.
4: First, there was Night of the Living Dead. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Then there was Dawn of the Dead. (laughs) Now it's the newest sequel that's keeping America
0: up at night. Naptime of The Sorta Dead. I'm Joe Biden. Hello, everyone. It's the horror movie with two old zombies vying for control of the nation. Because
2: Joe Biden is very much alive and running for re-election.
0: One talks too much. Nobody can do that like me. And one can't talk at all. Is, Is this a joke? Did we mention these guys are really... I'm really rich. Really? I don't remember that ever happening. Really, really Old. Don't make it sound bad. Nap time of the sorta dead. Coming soon to an early bird drive-in near you. I'd love that. head for you the track is called Sour Times. Good afternoon. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Appreciate you guys all being here. Welcome into our panel of guests. Jules Verne has been here. Trader uh, popping in here and there. Bubba Joe, of course. Uh, Karkin, Steven Zarin, and all of you guys in our live studio audience really appreciate that, both over here on Twitch and in the Discord audience, and of course, listening in podcast form, whether that's on iTunes, um, YouTube Music now. Apparently, Google Podcast, Spotify, Pandora, uh, Podbean, and all the rest, Bubba. We are looking at seven hundred and twelve members in our live studio audience right now. Thank you guys so very much for that. Really appreciate it. What a great, 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 great number—seven yeah. hundred and twelve. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I will remind you guys very quickly uh, that we will be drawing fifteen. Battle passes here in just the next couple of minutes, okay? I, I know I should have done it already. I'm-, I'm a little bit behind schedule, but... 15 Battle Passes, so if you are in the live studio audience, be sure to go visit our Spam it Room in the Discord right now. If you're ever in Twitch, that's exclamation point Discord. That'll give you the link to come on over. If you're in the Discord already, if you're listening live in the Discord stage audience, then pop down into the Spam it Room and be sure to register down there. We have not reset the bot since the start of the month, since the start of this contest. Bubba Joe, we are currently sitting at 1,733 registrants into the Spam it Room, which might be one of the biggest of all time, Trader. 1,733 might be one of the biggest spam it drawings we've ever had. Uh, and it deserves that. Awesome. It deserves that that's, because we're giving away a tremendous number of battle passes this month.
1: That's impressively large. It
0: okay. is impressively large. And wh- listen, let me ask you this community. Some of you said, okay, it might not be worth $20 for me to spend, but if you won one for free, you go build it, right? I mean, you, you you gotta build it right. I mean, I'm just saying, if you want a free cube, I mean, of course they are. Of, of course, course they are. You are. If you want a free cube, you, you gotta you gotta play with the cube. All right, so we're gonna give fifteen people five, five, and five more. Fifteen people today an opportunity to win a free battle pass, uh, and therefore getting your cube this month. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, in only six more days. And yes, guys, it, it has been kind of cute. I'm not going to s- say anything other than cute, Bubba Joe. It's been cute how many, people that the, uh, how many people think that the Battle Pass milestones correspond to day. I know how it could be confusing. 20 milestones, 20-day 20 arc. I get it. That's not how it's worked for three years, okay? The, the 25 blueprints for the free track and the 75 blueprints in the paid track will complete on milestone 12 that is day eight. Okay, let me be very clear. Milestone 12, but that equals day eight. We are now on day two of the arc. So in six more days, you could have your very own board cube if you go down and register into the spam room and you end up winning, okay? There you go. Jacob's gray Said I want to board Cuban marbles last night. Ah, you must've been hanging out with Lube and Stewie. Do uh, appreciate you guys. I like the marbles game. I don't like hosting the marbles game. I tried Bubba Joe. I tried, I tried playing marbles once I asked Lube if I, if, for permission to play marbles and I didn't like it at all. Um, I think it's much more fun to play than it is to host it. So my hat is tipped to Lube for being able to handle That app. (laughs) All right, I am very, very happy um, with Lube maintaining. Because I tried, he said, "Yeah, you should try it out." I tried it. I didn't like it at all. Not hosting it. The marbles game. Oh, dude, it's great. Have you never have you not watched Lube play marbles? It's great, actually. Um, Yeah, it didn't go over well with Oliver. Oliver DJs didn't like it. I was struggling with it. Lube is clearly, (laughs) Lube is clearly an expert with handling all y'all's balls on screen so we're just going to let him Jesus, what what the marbles the marbles Uh Uh it's going to let him continue that okay i don't think
1: i've ever heard anyone refer to marbles as a ball
0: they are balls they're they're balls sorry because you can decorate them
1: spheres i don't think that they are balls
0: (laughs) fair point <laughs> One. Oh my
3: God. going to hell.
0: All right, fair point. All right. I mean, they—they they listen. No, see, Galby says balls bounce. Was pies, now we're going to redefine balls. These, okay, what is the definition? Do balls have to bounce? They, marbles can bounce. Marbles bounce. Okay, right. They bounce. Well, they I'm bounce. They're
5: not
3: Huh? We are really going to go down a rabbit hole with this. This is gonna. This is gonna be the next iteration
0: of is banana bread a pastry. <laughs> yes, make it make it so please. Please make it so. We could only right. be so lucky. Red Susie, thank you Red Susie says a the definition of a marble is a small hard ball. All right. Thank you. Thank you Red Susie. I am vindicated Baba Joe. Definition is on my side this time, all right? Banana bread is not a pastry. Marbles are balls. All right. <laughs> Wait, a football isn't bouncy. Of course, a football's bouncy. A football's bouncy. Which one are you talking about? A football, pigskin, or like a soccer ball? Either way, they're both bouncy. Okay, both
3: of them bounce.
0: Yeah, both of them bounce. <laughs> yeah, of them bounce. Uh, Bubba Joe, back to the panultimate question: Is it's pineapple? Is pi- <laughs> there's Mark? Uh, Bubba Joe, is Hello. pineapple on banana bread okay? <laughs>
1: Uh, I would not have pineapple on banana bread, I also wouldn't have pineapple on anything that isn't pizza. So
0: I can't, I can't with you, man. I can't with you. All right. Yes, I know. Shock and horror. All right. Anyway. Oh gosh. This is, (laughs) listen, we did two and a half hours of excellent content. It took two minutes, two minutes. Okay. That's all it took. Bubba Joe. Tell the community why, in your opinion, I need to You are h-
1: wrong. Just sit, sit down, down and be wrong. You are wrong. And
0: be wrong when it comes to hazards up in G6 space. All right. I I am gonna sit back and be quiet. Bubba Joe and I talked about this. We have a plan, by the way. All right. We have a plan. We know how we're gonna talk about this. All right. I've got points. Bubba did not change my mind. But we were able to talk about it in a way that was professional and courteous and loving. So, because uh, he didn't change my mind, I didn't change his. But we do I was agree. Being
1: professional and courteous.
0: Earlier today, yeah. Well, except for that that ginormous fu emoji you sent me. But other than that, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> he didn't do that. But no, I, no. Listen, we we came up with the game plan because there are problems. We do agree on what some of those problems are, I think we might disagree a little bit on what the solution for that is or what this feature should look like. So I'm going to sit back, microphone off, Bubba Joe, tell the community why you don't like, and by the way, why it seems like a vast majority or at least a very large number of vocal G6 players are not happy with hazards.
1: So hazards as a feature, like if you separate it from it being in a G6 exclusive feature, hazards as a feature are a drain on resources for virtually no benefit. Um, there is a minor increase in mining speed and a minor increase in loot gain from hostiles. It's very minor. And what you end up with is a feature that is you are not able to engage with you have to level up an ops and to do that, you, you know, obviously you have to spend either resources or money and then resources. Um, it is a feature that the only purpose is to siphon off uh, resources from people. And so I want to put it like this. If, if hazards were deployed to say ops 39 and up, and they just picked a bunch of systems to put hazards in. And then if you were going to interact with hazards, each individual, Now again, that can't be done this way because everything is a hard ops lock. But let's just say for sake of you know, argument that you have to, to traverse an entire ops level. So if you're on the verge of going to 40, you would actually have to go to 41 if you were on the verge of going to another ops level, or you had just gone to an ops level, it would just be the next one that you would have to go to. You would have to do that before you could even begin to work on defenses against this. What if they put hazards at Tiger core? So instead of you grinding for an hour and getting to kill a whole mess of hostiles, you could only grind for about four minutes, and then your
0: ship blows up. Seven. Seven minutes. (laughs) You don't know that. <laughs> we did do that last night. The one hundred percent one was uh we did the math on that. It was four minutes uh or seven seven minutes and we
1: did it with a ship.
0: Well, we yeah, don't it, know it,
1: if it is damage. It's or percentage. If it is percent.
0: We do know. Okay. We we well I thought you were there for that. Okay, but we we started to, we started to talk and and it was starting to get late and and escalated. But we have solved that formula. Now, uh real quick, this is actually a very, very good question. Uh, late to the party says, Bubba, can you please, for non-G6 players, like, what okay. the F are you talking so about? So hazards are, hazards are a
1: status on a system, okay? First off, they induce lag. That's the first awesome thing about hazards. Um, they are a status on a system that as soon as you enter, you start losing whole health. And so you can see in the picture here, right here in the graphics room, there is a mm. icon on the system that shows a little hazard icon, that says, uh, this is is a dangerous system. If you go here, you're going to encounter the hazard. What a hazard is, is permanent damage loss, regardless of whatever you are doing in that system. So now, if you're going to hit hostiles, you're obviously going to take damage from the hostiles. If you're going to try and mine, well, you typically don't take damage from that. But if you exist in this system, there is no defense for you, there is no strategy to avoid it, there is nothing you can do other than take damage. That as a feature is stupid. Go ahead, DJ. Defend it.
0: All right. Now, does
5: it continue to go while you're in combat?
0: The formula for hazard damage is five per uh, sorry, one percent per five seconds. Multiplied by the level of hazard in the system. Okay? So, for example, uh, in the graphics room, I just now put an example of Federation stateside. It's a level 63. It's a level 2 hazard. All right? It's 200%. So, this system would be 2% every 5 seconds. Okay? Now... Where do we start, Baba? Lore-wise, I feel like it's an interesting lore mechanic. Ion storms exist. Radiation clouds exist. Dangerous nebulae exist. Uh, some of the best episodes have occurred. Some of the best movies, The Wrath of Khan, uh, The Year of Hell, and, uh, and Voyager's episode with Janeway and the Coffee. Some of the best episodes involve uh, these spatial anomalies that can destroy or severely damage a ship. All right, lore-wise, I think hazards are very, very lore-friendly. I don't disagree that it is costing you guys stuff, and we looked at the G6 repair costs last night briefly. They look crazy. They look crazy. They're very high. They're much higher than I would have expected outside of this month. Let me just say, for any budding G6 player, uh, for any budding G6 player, get up there, convert everything. Bubba, am I saying that wrong? Convert, Ripper said it last night, convert everything. Use the max refines, the max everything on that bonus refinery. Convert everything you can through the bonus refinery. This month, you op 61 players because that refinery gets about five times worse at the end of this 30-day period. Vic says bonus refinery, wait, bonus refinery, we just had one. But I'm talking about there is a, a tax-free limited time bonus refinery for the G6 players to be converting their traditional resources over to the new Sigma resources, which we can talk about a little bit later. It's not necessary for the broader community, but they're they're changing the currencies. They've got Sigma resources now instead of traditional. Um, Of course, the G6 materials, all right, instead of G5, but that was expected. But their Tritanium is not the same as our Tritanium anymore. They have Sigma Tritanium. And Bubba Joe, what we determined last night, um, generally speaking, Let's take a look at a maxed G5 Epic, okay? Now, you can say, Divine, that they're just concentrated. Fancy, fine, okay? That's fine. But, Bubba Joe, we, des- we determined last night a maxed G5 Epic costs in the neighborhood of, let's say, 12 billion Tritanium, okay? 12 billion Tritanium. What's that? Twelve billion Tritanium to repair a maxed G five epic. Ballpark. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Last night a tier one, yes, shorts, twelve billion. Last night, a G six uncommon minor at tier one cost three hundred and forty billion Tritanium. Max G5 Epic Warship 12. Tier 1 G6 Minor 340 billion. Okay. Tech 1 says, What happened to the currency converter they hinted at? It's there. It's there. And that's why I'm saying use it. Max it out this month. Max it, max it, max it, max it, max it. Use it all. Okay. Use it. Because. It is a way better conversion. All right. As a matter of fact, last night we determined, Bubba Joe, that the uh, the actual cost for this month is not 340 billion tritanium. The actual cost for this month is in fact actually about 40 billion tritanium. It sh- that is probably acceptable, Bubba Joe. G5 Epic at 12 billion. G6 Uncommon Tier One starting out at about 40 billion. All right. That would probably be reasonable. But after this 30-day period, it's going to jump up to $340 billion. Okay? So you budding G6s, you need to get up there. Okay? You need to get up there, and you need to – I mean, if, you're, if you, that was your plan, if that was your plan, okay? So the repair costs are high. And circling all the way back, the formula for hazards is, 5, is 1% times the level of hazard Per five seconds. And when I say percent, I don't mean of starting health, do I, Bubba Joe? They actually thought of nope. this one. It is of the capacity health of your ship. So, like, we've got other things. Like, burning is 1% of starting health. So, it doesn't take 100 shots to kill somebody with burning, does it, Bubba Joe? It actually takes something like 233 because it's this it, 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 what are they, uh, dead, uh, Declining returns, except that's not what I'm trying to think of. Diminishing returns. Thank you. Diminishing returns. Okay? Hazards don't. Hazards don't. Hazards take the capability of your ship, what it should be, at fully repaired 100% status, and takes 1%. Okay? Takes 1%. In a level 1 hazard system. So, Bubba Joe, real easy math here. If we're in a level 1 hazard... And let's say we're mining, so we're not taking damage from hostiles or doing anything else. If we are fully repaired, we go up and we're going to mine in a level one hazard system, what is the maximum amount of time that we can mathematically survive?
1: Uh, Eight minutes and 20 seconds.
0: Five seconds times 100 is 500 seconds divided by 60 is eight minutes and 20 seconds. That is the mathematical maximum amount of time that a ship can survive in one of these hazard systems. Now, what does it do? Bubba Joe, I'll let you take the lead on this. Why even fly into a hazard system at all? Do you have you to? you
1: like spending resources.
0: Okay, fair. Do you have to? Like, does the progression of Op 60... Is that the only place to get your resources and materials? Why fly into a hazard system?
1: Well, now, hang on. So I, I said you have to separate hazards as a feature from G6 progression. Okay. Evaluate hazards. Why would you subject your ship to this?
0: Okay. So what, are, what, what is the function of hazards as you see it? What is the comparison of using a hazard system and a non-hazard system?
1: Uh, You get a slight additional mining speed or a slight additional hostile bonus. All
0: right, let's be mathematical. It's 75%. Now, for the record, I agree that that's still not enough. Bubba and Joe and I agree on that. It's a 75% boost in mining speed and hostile drop rate. 75%, Bubba, you and I agree, is not enough. We did some math on this last night. It takes Bubba Joe. And by the way, the mining speeds are very slow. It's very slow. Uh, Now, it's not really in the noise, Benny Hill, because the mining rates are super slow. Okay? It took Bubba Joe from mining 10,000 an hour. It's not
1: 75 to base. So if you are mining 10,000 an hour, you'll be mining at 17,000 an hour. Exactly. It is a net 75%.
0: It's a net 75%. And yes, we have seen the G6 mining rate. Bubba Joe uh, was mining last night. Um, oh, sorry, it was Canine Tooth that was doing that with the G6 mining rate. So Bubba Cho was using a G5 miner, mining at 10,000 non-hazard, 18,000 in a hazard. Then we had a Tier 1 G6 uncommon miner go into that same system that was mining 34,000 an hour non-hazard and 57,000 mi- uh, an hour 57,000 an hour in the hazard. Now that certainly sounds a lot better than what you were doing at 10,000. Right, Bubba Joe? Right? 57,000 an hour sounds sounds reasonable for tier 1, right? Sounds reasonable. So did, did you have somebody show you that number
1: because I've been K- talking to people that have this No, I he gave you his mining laser. The actual people I've seen that have taken these ships up there are only getting about I mean, again, this is a G six discussion, but they're only getting about uh, eighty to ninety percent more than I'm getting with my typical minor. Now, the the okay, hazard is I still. Okay, I might be more, wrong on this. Canine
0: tooth? Can, can we circle back to yours? Because I thought, I, and by the way, most of my data has come from canine. All right, so if if that's skewed, uh, or or if he's wailing well and out harder than than other people, then maybe. But but. Um,
1: but regardless, like that's that's a that's a G six comparison. But so the hazard system provides a roughly, and I did the math on the on the loot. It's about the same. It's about mm-hmm. a seventy percent bonus in in additional broken parts.
0: Right okay. now, it, here's the thing. Even if fifty seven was right, which a lot of people are saying it's not, so I, I'll I'll concede that point. But let's pretend for a moment just that it is, or let's just even call it fifty. I don't care. Let's call it fifty. An hour. We're missing. We're missing the the obvious point here, right, Bubba Joe? Fifty thousand an hour. Because you're not making it to an hour. That's right. We only get eight minutes and twenty seconds. That way, eight minutes and twenty seconds. Okay, that's all they're getting. So, in that hour of fifty thousand mining speed, what are they actually getting? Fifty thousand. About sixty times, roughly eight. Bubba Joe, you're getting roughly six thousand. Yeah, you're getting roughly six thousand before you die. And beyond this thirty days, right now it's costing them forty billion tritanium. Thirty days from now, it's going to cost them three hundred and twenty billion tritanium. Okay, let's be fair about that. It's only costing $40 billion today, Bubba. 30 days from now, it's going to go up by 700%. Now, I'm going to take 6000 home from that node by the time I die and pay that trite repair bill. This is where Bubba and I had, I think, our big separation last night. Yes. Because Bubba Joe is looking at what is expected of him. 6000 is what he's going to pull home in one haul but Bubba Joe, you have an event that is calling for how much?
1: 84,000.
0: 84,000. 84,000, meaning even with a G6 minor getting 6,000 per trip, he would have to spend 15 holes to finish this event. And by the way, is it an event that pays something great, Bubba Joe? Is it a big event? Is it like a? Is it like you know a daily? Is it like su- military supremacy? Is it like the the uh, supreme events that gave you your superhighway stuff? Is it is it that?
1: It is sourcing the only way to research hazard resistance.
0: And and it is a daily. It's a daily. That's what I'm starting. Str- comp- there you go problem no. solved. there you go buddy no 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 because <laughs> they ch- the the formulas haven't changed but they're putting all of the stock they're putting all of the beef in the base man- mining rate of the node so guys do you want to know what the base mining rate is of this 9 9 per hour and the lucrative systems are 11 or 12 per hour I think, wasn't that right, Bubba Joe? Something like that? No, I, th- like that. I, th- I think it's a little bit off. Do they have G-Sticks? No, not 1,000. Not 1,000, Shiny. Nine per hour. Okay?
1: Yeah, that's, that's the base rate of the That's the, the base the, the rate. Actual, so that's, that's why an that's Exocomp... That's not how much you're actually getting. That's you right. You get more because there's the mining laser and whatever bonuses
0: you have. Exactly. But that's why the Exocomp is not going to do anything for you, Karkin. The Exocomp will get lost in the mining laser... Of the ship okay it gets lost it's like using a damage boost with a tally okay it gets lost
1: so where where we i mean in addition to the daily dj where we disagreed Mm -hmm. is you let me see if i summarize your point you believe that this is an interesting puzzle to solve that this is something that can require strategy and you can engage or not or you can develop your resistance, or you can do these things. And I'm telling you that none of those things are accessible. And the problem with that is, is that the most accessible thing of those things is a prime. And it's so, it is so much higher than anything else that you can do. What they have basically said, if you want to engage with this feature, in addition to having to level up your base to be able to try and get to that research because it's not available at 60 In addition to that, which can either take time or money, you have to pay us another $100. And then you might be able to survive long enough to do some of these dailies. Now, would you be okay, DJ, with, in order to complete a daily, you must pay us $100? Would you be okay with a daily that costs you $100 just to unlock?
0: In a silo? No, but I feel like you're being a little bit unfair. Let's talk about these dailies. Okay? Is it the only daily? Is so, it the only source of that currency?
1: No, it is not. You okay. can also hit hostels in these systems.
0: And you can hit hostels outside of the systems. No. You showed me last night that one of the hazard there dailies. Is a,
1: there is a daily where you can hit hostels outside of the system that rewards normal things for hitting hostels.
0: So it doesn't pay the hazard research material. Correct. Okay. So you in-
1: have to do things inside <clears throat> the hazard system to get the hazard resources.
0: Okay. Now, so are, how many dailies do you have for hazard resources?
1: I have, there are three. Three. There is a small hostel, a large hostel, and a mining.
0: Okay. Small hostel, large hostel, and a mining. Uh, you told me that the hostel ones weren't catastrophic. Like, they're still not enjoyable. Well, so... But so they're
1: this not as bad as the issue. mining one, right? The, yeah, so this is something that's going to be a difference of opinion, and, and it's going to be a much, much longer conversation. I have not struggled with the hostels yet, but we discovered something this morning that is going to be a much longer conversation that we could save for Sunday as to why I'm not struggling with these hostels and other players are. And so, uh, in short, Scopely made changes that they didn't tell anyone about.
0: Well, let's get those out there. We can dive into it on Sunday, but let's get the information out there. What is it? Because I've gotten a lot of messages about people who are struggling with the level 61 hostels. What is happening there?
1: DJ, what would you say is the best forbidden technology to have today?
0: Metreon Cascade. Try again. Okay. Oh, uh, of all of them, maybe the whip, I guess. I don't. Uh.
1: Okay, so I'll I'll concede the whip is maybe 1A. What is the next most important one to have? For proceeding within the
0: loop. Oh, the Q's Trials ones.
1: Yes. Yeah. They removed the Q's Trials monkeyer from all of those.
0: Wait a second. They removed the Q's trials. Oh my gosh, they Okay, so so okay, I see what you're saying here before we go crazy. They buffed them is what you're saying. They removed Correct they removed the limitation on the forbidden yes. technology that it only works on Q's trials. And I am yes. seeing that. If you guys want to take a look at your screen or open up, take a look at dual photon warheads. That's one, right, Bubba Joe? Take a look uh-huh. at uh, Section 31 torpedo pods. That's another one. Yep. Take a look at the control seeker probes. That's another one. Okay. Uh, so open those up. And those they used to be, they used limited to. Limited to Q's trials. They were limited to Q's trials. Okay. So now,
1: not only is this one of the most important forbidden technologies that you can get in terms of helping you progress your forbidden technologies, it is massively important for punching up because now it works on all hostels.
0: Wow. Wow, 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 wow. So that's why you're punching these things with ease because you fully invested and even tiered these things up for the tear up catalyst. Yep. And, Correct. and a lot of other people may not have gone into that. You know, I've gotten a lot Correct. of messages. I just thought you were super whaley. Uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right. So guys, uh, new benefits. Now, Baba, do you feel that? And I'm going to read them again. Tarpy, here you go. There's three of them. Dual photon warheads, control seeker probes, and section 31 torpedo pods. And by the way. Those are three of them, but they are ship type specific. One for battleship, Correct. one for interceptor, one for explorer. How do you get them, Sal? They are paid only. Those are the $50 ones. They are they-
1: paid only right now. DJ and I are both hopeful that they will in a couple of months make their way to the refinery. We do not have confirmation of that yet. But we that have is- been,
0: yeah, we've been pushing. We've been pushing yep. on that.
1: So, yes, they are currently paid only. But I mean, we're talking about G six players. I mean, even Deckix is not a free-to-play 61. So these are all people, these are all players that have at various amounts have spent money in varying amounts on different features, okay? Yes, people that are not here, you would have to spend money. You may decide that that's not worth it or you may decide that this isn't worth your spend. Fine. So anyway, I didn't want to get into all of that. My point is, is that I have not struggled with the hostels the way that a lot of people have. A lot of people have gone and taken their g5 epic ships and hit a 62 hostile and been able to kill like one and then they're taking the hazard damage trying to hit a second one and that is very bad like it's it's much more painful than g5 hostiles were
0: wow so well, now we know now we know what that is all right so right that is that is the forbidden technology so what you just happen to have it equipped i knew that you yeah, had I them just
1: didn't i I don't pay to take things off unless I have to. That's a, that's one of the stupid things I still dislike about <laughs> forbidden
0: technology. I didn't, yeah, but I didn't know there was any reason to ever have them equipped, to be honest with you. I thought you would have just well, used them for the tier up. I them to
1: try and max out the the forbidden, the uh, Q's trial. I was oh. trying to get to my 6.5 billion.
0: Yeah, so you put them on the Q's trial ship that you would do a Q's trial and you yep. just never took them back off. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's it. Now, community, now you know. There's your sneak peek, all right? So, um, you know, if that's what you're struggling with and you do happen to own that forbidden technology, then then pop that over. If you don't own it, but, then but that anyway, is a so, tool so, that will help you. That being said. So
1: most 61s are struggling with these hostels, uh, trying correct. to get up to 62. Like, very few people are able to hit a 63, right? It, even with, like, maxed epic uh, Yeah, tier 12
0: ships. G5 epics are struggling, okay? Yep. Tier 12, G5 Epics are struggling against these. Um, So the fundamental confusion, or I don't want to say the confusion, the fundamental break that Bubba Joe and I had on this yesterday was probably then, Bubba, what comes down to reasonable progression. My, My position yesterday may, may, even now with that new information, Bubba Joe might alter a little bit. I might be more sympathetic to you now, Because of that. All right? Because my argument last night was you can do two out of the three dailies. You can earn that material, which will allow you to slow grind your way towards building up those defenses and now having the ability to participate in that space. The dailies that were presented to you, two of them were reasonable. One of them was absolutely bash your head against a wall. Not possible, right? The mining one specifically. Correct. Yep. And two of those dailies were possible. And so in my opinion, in my personal opinion, I would have labeled the third one, a stretch goal. And I would have been cool that there was a path that allowed me to grind it out. Even if it's slow, because it was day one, we're in month one, things are usually a little slower. They can usually accelerate later, but it's always going to be a little bit slow, okay? We couldn't do all the Titan dailies in day one. We couldn't do all the tally dailies in day one. Like, this is not a new thing. We couldn't hit the big armadas with Stella on day one. Like, this is nothing new, okay? But my point was there was a progression-based path there. They gave you the path, even if it was a daily trickle, they gave you the path towards getting the materials needed to make you stronger in these systems. Now, I'm not going to lie. Even this morning, Bubba Joe, you knew that I was still firmly in my camp. Now that I know a paid-only FT is the only reason you were flying through those things, that, that gives me just a slight little bit more pause. Slight, okay? The path so, is I- still there. It's just slow,
1: Yeah. And and initially when we were talking about this, right, you were like, well, just go do the other things to advance your G6. And that's why I want to separate the idea of hazards from G6. Like if they would have deployed hazards widely, right, G4, G5, G6, and turned a bunch of your systems and turned up the mining rate and turned up the hostile loot by, you know, some small percentage, like think about the players in G4. Let's just let's make it G4 specific right here. Can you imagine a player taking their PMC ship that they're normally hitting for 49s and they can hit 100 of them. And they're going to go into a hazard system to be able to hit 20 and die whereas they could hit 100 before and not die? Like where Who would do that? Who would say that's a good idea?
0: Everybody who went from G4 to G5 because Chen stopped working. Everybody who participates in Q's trials because Tal doesn't work.
1: Well, what I'm saying is is that if you were a G4 player and you're, say, at Ops 47, okay, and you're grinding on the 49s because that's as high as you can go with your PMC, would you go into a hazard system? where you're good where you're going to go from hitting 100 hostiles and have 90% of your hole left to hitting 20 hostiles and dying so for 20% extra
0: loot well or 75% okay
1: extra 75 loot?
0: yeah let's be fair it's 75, 75% 75
1: now for 100% extra loot
0: all right now here's where we started to settle in on our on our agreement here okay me personally I have said this I've done it you guys have observed me doing it Okay? You guys have observed me doing it where I have openly said, I will pay more to do it faster because I hate grinding. I will punch up. Designers have been on this show and talked about it. Trader has mentioned it. Bubba, you have even mentioned it. A lot of players. Dragon Keeper prefers it the other way. He's like, I'll hit down to make it cheaper because I can grind forever. Wambulance says the same thing. I'll hit down because it's cheaper. All right? and I just have to do it longer, but that's free, and I've got the time, and I like it, and it's good. I'm a grinder. Mean, I'm not. I don't like grinding. I would rather get it done faster. I would like to punch up, even if it costs me a little bit more in repair, and I say a little bit. I'm not talking about G6 being a little bit. I'm just saying, like, right now, I can kill uh, a 60 freebooter, or I can. I only have to kill 56s, but I go and I kill the 60s. Why? Better loot, and the repair cost increase is negligible for me. So I would rather go and do it faster and get more. And I don't mind that repair cost increase, right? That's me. If I'm looking at an event, Bubba, you've talked about an event before where you've had to hit 100 hostels, and I only have to hit. Look at capital cities now where some players, uh, okay, the, the worms battle pass event, Bubba, I have come to despise that as I've opts up just like you always have right the worms event if you're an ops I don't know call it an ops what ops 39 the worms event is what two three worms and you're done Peter says you could do one okay thank you you can do one worm at ops 39 and you're done but Bubba how many worms do you have to kill
1: it's like 40 or 50 I think yeah
0: mine's mine's really high it's like it's I it I thought it was higher than that. I thought it was like 50 or 60, but maybe whatever. Even if it's 40, it's terrible. Okay. So that is the kind of thing we're talking about. I would rather, I was that guy. I was that player that would go and hunt in the capital city systems because a hostel hunt would let you only do one or two hostels and you're done. Right. I was that player. Scenario,
5: you're not getting more for less, like for higher effort. You're actually taking a loss in what you could go and drop down and grind
0: exactly unless
5: they're giving like a times five bonus
0: well but it for, for me 80%. it's about the time i don't care i don't want to hit hostiles i don't want to hit 40 hostiles when i can hit one okay for me it's i know the time. this is
5: just extending it because you're still you're if you're in a hazard system apparently you'll get like you're saying you're going to get like 20 percent
0: of what 75, you 75 75
1: no so dj dj that's the point right in a hazard system, and I'm just making up these numbers. In a hazard system, you're going to be able to kill 20 hostiles and die. In a non-hazard system, you're going to be able to kill 100 hostiles and still have 75% of your hole left.
0: Okay, fair. Yeah. I, okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So, right? so
1: why would I go to a hazard system? Yeah, I killed 20 hostiles, and maybe that's maybe that gave you exactly the amount of loot you needed. Mm-hmm. But you paid. You pay you,
0: you, time. Got, time
1: okay but you'd got you s- yes okay so time. time is the only benefit
0: agreed and we've agreed that that's a core benefit of this game punching up costs more okay. saves time punching down is cheaper costs time that is that's a
5: only if you're saving time if you're actually dying before you're getting what you would get if you were down below doing a minimal bit more effort. Well, I
0: mean, now you're taking into account warp time and everybody can figure that out for themselves. Okay. warp Well no,
5: warp time, Just the time in the system doing the job. Like if you're, it's 75% net. So if, if that number doesn't match, you know, the time loss for what you're saying, then it's not, you're not gaining anything by killing yourself
0: faster. I'm gaining 75% of my time back. Okay. That that's the bottom line. If I'm earning loot 75% faster and I can get to my objective in one trip without having to go back and forth, because warp time would add to that, okay? But I'm done 75% faster. To me, that time is worth it, okay? Now, the, the next piece of this becomes the dailies that Bubba has to do. The dailies, why would you do it in the hazard system? Because as Bubba Joe said a moment ago, the daily does not complete If you do it outside the hazard system and what is required to complete the daily is to do it in the hazard system so that you get the hazard particles, right? You get the hazard particles that allow you to do the research that improve your hazard resistance, all right, which will slow down the 1% every five seconds. I have not yet received confirmation on what that looks like, Bubba Joe. Um, My expectation is... Um, my expectation is that it's going to increase the time. I don't think, I think the 1%, I'm going to need to check with game design, but I believe that it is, uh, that it's going to increase the time and not necessarily the 1%.
1: uh my guess is that it's going to be i mean it's going to be something
0: like that yeah that, that's my guess i don't think there's not a whole lot you can do to one percent that makes it better like okay one percent is going to turn into 0.97 percent you know what i'm saying like i don't think that's i think well, it's gonna be that's, time
1: it's just a math equation right we know, I know. That this game deals in fractions of a shield percent
0: that's so, true fractions
1: of a shield hole so i mean that's the, it, it the math is just gonna be the math
0: now K-21 says, can it completely negate low-level no uh, low hazards at max level? We don't know yet. We don't know, what that, we don't know what that formula is. Oh, Ripper says it's changing the damage. Really? So it's not going to be a unit of time. It's going to change the actual percentage. That's so dumb. That, <laughs> so dumb. Anyway, um, okay, whatever. But I'm still working on trying to figure out what that formula is. All right, I do not have the formula yet. I have been promised by scobley that I will have that formula by next Wednesday. I think they're holding it out for you guys to play and tinker and whatever, but they did tell me that they would give it to me by Wednesday.
1: Well, and that's okay. that's the other thing you were like, well, go experiment with it. Like, there's nothing to experiment.
0: Well, yeah, like, we figured out research, what the math was gained, last night. We did I've the math. I've gained
1: some hazards. I've gained some hazard things. I can't research them yet. Now, granted, I could spend to be able to go research to them. To speed them up. I,
0: that's right.
1: Yes, that's I could right. do that, right? right. But, you know, why would I, what would motivate me as a player to engage in a mechanic like that? And you're like, I'm saving time and I don't see it. All I see is that I am getting less resources than less resources for for the effort.
0: Because you're willing to put in the time. Like you're willing to grind for an hour where I might only want to grind for five or ten minutes, dude. Like, that's the difference. You're willing to do But you're assuming that, that in
1: that five or ten minutes, you're actually going to get what you need.
0: Well, that depends, right? It's 75% boost, or if it's just a hostile kill count, whatever the what daily requires. I told
1: you, what if I told you that in multiple eight-minute sessions of my ship blowing up, I have yet to get enough for one refine yet?
0: On the mining one, right?
1: No. On the parts one.
0: Oh, well, now that's a totally different conversation because a lot of those refineries are terrible. I'm not you and I already talked about that. The the Sigma so, refineries, those exactly. are all terrible. So
1: so if they want that to be the scale, if, if let's just say the refineries are correct, then what they've put into those hazard systems is vastly out of touch.
0: Where Bubba Joe and I agree is that the hazard systems are not rewarding enough. All right, Bubba, you, yours was a little aggressive. I don't know that I would have gone that high. But again, you know, shooting for the stars, landing on the moon, sure.
1: Ironically, having not spoken to Karkin at all, he came up with exactly the same value I suggested
0: to What did he say? Where did you say it, Karkin? Go ahead and read it. Where'd you go? Oh, I estimated five times. Five times, okay. That's exactly what, uh, that's exactly what Bubba Joe said. He said that it should be a 500% loot bonus multiplied by the level of hazard system. So if it's a level 2 hazard system, it should be a 1,000% loot bonus. If it's a level yes. 3 hazard system, it should be a 1,500% loot bonus. And therefore, 1,500% mining speed bonus on the, on the base mining, all that. Long story short, comes down to the juice ain't worth the squeeze. Benny Hill says, uh, sugar fat man says, yes, that's actually reasonable. That works. And Bubba Joe and I agree. 75% is not enough. Ripper says the math is too aggressive. He says, I do disagree on that one, but either way, and, and we are shooting from the hip here. Okay. We're shooting from the hip. That's all right. I think rip, we can't agree. You even said last night, 75% was not enough. Now it may not need to be 500%, but 75 is not enough. Okay either way there is a middle ground that we've got to find there that makes it worth the damage. Bubba Joe, final thoughts here cuz I got to get ready to go. The yep. the premise of my argument against you has been the following long-term mantra that I have stated on the show. High risk, so, high reward.
1: Let me let me defend your position slightly. Okay the idea of having something that requires some strategy. If they had released an exocomp with this that gave you some resistance or they had released something that was temporary bonusing, right? Some sort of temporary bonus that you had to then think about how you were going to engage, which hazard you were going to engage with, with which ship, or maybe an officer that works with one hazard. And there was some sort of thing that you had to try and figure out the solution to. That, might have been interesting. But to launch hazards with none of that is stupid.
0: The only argument I've got against that, I, I agree that they could have put some tools out there, but those tools would, if you wanted it now, would have cost you money. Would we have happily paid that money or would we have called it a pay-to-play mechanic or, or a cash grab? That's the well, only argument. I
1: think G6 is a pay-to-play mechanic. Right now,
0: I don't disagree with that, but I mean, it would that have been All right, We talk about good monetization and bad, Bubba Joe. We talk about spending that feels good and spending that feels forced. I have a feeling you would have felt like that spending was forced.
1: Well, I would not have enjoyed spending money to get a 75% loot bonus. So I think that there are flaws in both directions.
0: Okay, so you would have if they had sold the solution, you th- you're saying that you would have probably just sat out the whole mechanic anyway.
1: I might have for this sort of bonus. Yes.
0: Okay. All right. That's fair. And that brings us back. That brings us back to what we were, what we agree on is right. At least it would have been
1: something to think about and play with and go, okay, I can see what they're trying to do here. I might wait for something to be a little bit more permanent or these percentages to be a little bit higher. Right. Exactly.
0: And I think what we can finally, after five hours on this topic, we can now kind of come back to say, okay, there's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot that is hazards and again at its core I still don't dislike it. Bubba Joe, if they had come out and the bonus was 500% per level of hazard. Are you that are, are you as angry about it?
1: I I mean I'd have to see what that looks like, right? 500% like can I Am I, so right now we talked about how many trips it would be like, um, 80 trips for me with my G five minor. Maybe it's only 40 trips with a G six minor. And if that number dropped to 10, is that something that I'm like, okay, I'm willing to take that, take that pain temporarily to start to build this hazard resistance. That would be a math that I would have to try and do. That would be math that I'd have to try and figure out on my own. Right. Um, but I'd have to see it, right? It would have to be—is this getting me close enough uh, to make this worth my time, to both in in cost, resources and time. being spent, yeah, resources being spent, materials being spent, the time to warp there, the time to, you know, because they're hidden, so you can't go directly to a mine, so you've yeah. got to remember, like, there's yeah, a that's lot an- that's another big that thing, are, the the right. fog
0: of war, it, it, the fog of war on a hazard system, that's really tough. Listen, lore wise, it's friendly. But you need to set a timer. When was the last time we had to set a timer for this game, Bubba Joe? Okay? But honest uh, to God, you've got April eight minutes. of
1: 2020.
0: That's right. You've got eight minutes and 20 seconds of life. You send a ship there and then you forget about it? Dead. You send a ship there and you get a phone call? 30% hull gone. You got to set the timer. Either that or you pay for the disco to get you there. And that's very exciting. And I
5: hope you don't get
0: disconnected. That's right. Of course, again, one every five seconds, it only takes 30 seconds to, to reboot the game. So you've only lost six percent there. Okay.
5: 30 seconds. <laughs> oh my wish.
0: I know, right? I'm that's silly, DJ. It's usually at least two minutes. All right. What we can't agree on here is that the juice ain't worth the squeeze. And hazards are an interesting concept. And I still would like to see them. I still would like to see them introduced throughout the rest of the game. But I do think that there are a couple of little things. And Bubba, you said even regarding the cube earlier in the show and yesterday that if it's a loop bonus thing we're talking about here, that's probably an easy tweak. I am not saying that hazards are perfect, not by any stretch, but I like the concept of them. And I think a few simple tweaks makes this an interesting feature.
1: I, I don't know that I would say that it is interesting. I think it, I would say it has the potential to be interesting.
0: Okay. All right. And right there's where we're going to leave it. Okay. Right. There's where we're going to leave it for today. I do appreciate everything. Oh, we've got battle passes to give. Okay. So there's the time. I'm going to bring it up on the screen, Bubba Joe. Uh, Here we go. We've got fifth. What did I say? We were going to do 15 battle passes. Yes. Goodness. Hey trader. Are you ready to write these down here? Do you want me to lock the room for a moment? You just want me to lock Uh, it until you get the screenshot? Okay, so I'm going to give you 30 seconds, guys. 30 seconds to get in there uh, so that you can uh, get entered into the contest for 15 battle passes. 30 seconds on the clock, and then I'm going to lock the room. This room will only be locked literally for like 15 minutes. Okay, just long enough. I thought you said 20. No, I didn't. I said 15. I know. You shut your mouth. All right, 15. Uh, and what I'm going to do is just lock the room for like 10 minutes. Just long enough for us to document the winners and then I'll unlock it because we have more to do. As a matter of fact, Trader, I haven't shown on screen here today, but we are up to 32 Total battle passes. We've given away five so nice. far. So we're going to and, um we're gonna do 15 right now. So I'm gonna go ahead and punch that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, not ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, four, fifteen.
3: For everybody, if you're not getting a response from the bot that you're enrolled in the contest, it means you've already
0: enrolled. Yeah, that's why we added that one command, the my info. That way you can confirm it if you if you really want to. Okay. Yeah, like using the hash or the slash spam of mm-hmm. my info, when it'll Doomsday tell you if you're ready. Did. Yep, just like Doomsday yep. just did, it'll tell you if you're registered, okay? All right, I'm going into the spam room, and we're locking it down. Locking it down right now. You can no longer send messages, and boom, pow. Done. All right, so there we go, trader. We uh, have earned 32 battle passes. We, after this next couple of seconds, we will have given away 20 of those, because we want them to have them early, so we still have a lot of more to to do we got a lot more to give away and you guys still have 18 more days to earn them as well how do you earn them by being a first time subscription uh on our patreon for the podcast or being a first time subscription over here on twitch first time all right so that includes gifts primes all that you got to be brand new we're trying to grow the channel it was Bubba Joe's idea and I like it even though we're spending way too much money it's a great <laughs> it's a great foundation for growing the channel and growing the channel. We definitely have done. We are still as of this moment right here. N- and now, Trader, almost 700 people in our live studio audience. Thank you guys so very much. Here we go. 15 Trader. Help me count one. Congratulations to Keeper Keeper 62. Congratulations to Grackdan from Server 43. Wait, what just happened? It entered me for the contest, all right? No. Yeah, congratulations to Texas Rogue from Chaos. Congratulations to Matthew McConahorns. Number five is going to be Starbase from server eight. Congratulations to you. Sweet and Psycho from server 42. I had to read Roman numerals right there, all right? Forty <laughs> 42. Congratulations, sweet and psycho. Uh, how many is that, Trader? That's f- six now. All right. Number seven. Yes. Uh Sanguine Otter, congratulations to you. Number eight is going to be Aquila Hawk. Congratulations. Number nine is going to go to Wardot. Oh my. God. <laughs> 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 Wardod, you don't actually get it. I'm I'm pulling it. <laughs> Wardod says, nice. Whatever. You've already bought one. Did you already buy one, Wardod? Just remember, <laughs> these
3: don't carry over.
0: That's right. If you already have the battle pass, it does not carry over. All right? Which means if you already have the battle pass for this this one, I want you to give it to a friend, a low spend, a free to play. I want you to give it to an alliance mate. I want you to give it to somebody. These will not carry forward. Okay. So <laughs> there you go, Wardod. That's funny. Uh, all right, trader, I just lost count. That was uh, one, two, three, number four, nine. five, six, seven, eight. Wardod was number nine. Here's number 10. Number 10 is Faye rogue from server 21 number 11 sapphire from tfd number 12 kaylad from server 74 number 13. wait i just lost count again trader yep it's 13. <sighs> okay 13 wrestling major congratulations to you number 14 uh mercy's mama and number 15, Trader, our last one for this particular moment. Congratulations to Dare Pizza, which I might point out, Trader, Der Pizza, I only recognize the name because we read it, like, last night. Der Pizza is a first-time subscriber to our channel, and they turned around and won a free battle pass. Yeah, look at that, Dare Pizza. Nice. You just joined us. Woohoo! he said. Congratulations. All right, congratulations to all of our winners. That is 15 free board cubes that we just gave out. So thank you guys very much for being a part of our channel. Thank you so very much for just being a part of our community. There it is. And by, by the way, we're not done, Trader. We still have, God, I can't point the right way. We still have 12 more battle passes to give. And that's as of right now. I bet if I looked, yep. we'd probably have a couple more to add. Let me just take a look. Ah, uh, uh, Trader, what's up to you will kill a cat. You know, I feel a little bit targeted right there. You will kill a cat. It's the dark name right there. Okay. keep okay. thank you for the new subscription. Uh, right? I mean, I just got chills down my back. Um, okay. That's where we're at, trader. That's the only new one. So we're up to 33. So we still have 13 more to give away, which we will uh, try to get to over the next week or so. Do remember there's a high degree of likelihood I'm not doing a show Sunday. I might. There will not be a traditional Twitch tomorrow as I will be traveling, but I am going to try to broadcast to you guys a little bit while I am in Los Angeles. So um, we'll see how that goes. I fly out in literally like seven or eight hours to head to Los Angeles. So I will be keeping you guys apprised and having a lot of fun with that journey. And you guys, thank you guys so very, very much for being here on this, the inaugural episode of the November arc. Bubba Joe, final thoughts on the introduction of G6. Is this going to be content that will engage you at some point, or is this literally just garbage?
1: So there are things that they have done that I think are okay. Okay maybe even good, but there's a large majority of what they introduce that I think is hot. All
0: right. Trader, as someone who's been away from the game now for over a year, does G6 and the hazard mechanic interest you enough to come back? No,
3: it doesn't.
0: Ripper said the I same thing. I was hoping thing. it would. Yeah. I was
3: hoping it would, but it's It just feels like more of the same for me, and I'm just not interested in it.
0: All right. You hear that, Scopely? Still work to do. We're not done yet. There is still work to do. But in my opinion, I think we have the foundation for something that can be really good. I do think we have the foundation for it. Whether or not it implemented that way, clearly not. But I think the foundation is there. All right, and we're going to see if possibly Bubba Joe and I can work together with Scopely to actually make it something that you guys can enjoy. Bubba Joe, do you feel that it's worth saving?
1: Well, I mean, are you asking me if I want a Scimitar and an Enterprise-E? The answer to that is obviously yes.
0: Okay, so you're willing to work with Scopely to make this something good.
1: I am willing to work with Scopely to make this something good. If they're willing to actually listen and and make changes.
0: All right. That's what we need to do. And that's what we're going to be driven to do. And that's what we'll need your help, community. Your feedback matters as well. doesn't matter what Bubba Joe and I say. If everybody does the surveys and just says, oh, yeah, everything's great. Bubba Joe, that was one of the things you were frustrated with me last night. You were like, listen, don't go back and say it's good. Of which I wouldn't do. I can say that I feel like this, but that was why this was really important to figure out what the problems are and not have a knee-jerking reaction to it. We've got to figure that piece out, and I think we did a lot of that here today. I think we did a lot of that here today, and we've got a lot more to go. An entire generation of content has been opened in this game and we are going to be here with you the entire way to break it down, analyze it and get you the solutions that are necessary. My name is Ultimate DJs. Thanking you guys so very much for hanging out here in our channel. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Trader. Zoe Ren is online. Can we go raid Zoe? It's been so long. I never uh, yeah. I never get to raid Zoe. All right guys, listen. I'm going to I'm going to say thank you guys so very much for being here visit our website at talking track stfc.com where you can find links to our twitch our youtube griffin's putting out stuff listen we got a video we did an event guide video for the first time in three months he did an event guide video for us so that is out there now and uh we really invite you to enjoy all that stuff thank you for being a part of our gold patreon program thank you for the hype challenge thank you for everything. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your friendly neighborhood cat person saying meow for now. Love you, mean it. If you are in our Twitch audience, you guys be good to my friend. We're going to go say hi to Zoe. Uh she is a Twitch musician, not at all related to Star Trek, but if you would go over there and just like rep the litter box proud over over there, okay? We never get to raid into her, so it's really really nice cuz we're on different sides of the world, so it'd be really really nice. Guys, thank you so much. My name is Ultimate DJs. you all have a great one, okay? See you later. Meow. Bye. All right, I think we're off. Yeah, looks like we're off.